Hameen Media Group. Big Ray Hernandez. Have you seen my baseball? The vet, Jamie Williams. This is your Next Level Wrestling Review. And we are NXT. I'm serious. I'm not going to sit back and take this fucking shit. What's your name, fella? Triple H. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Mike and the Mad Dog here. No, it's not Mike and the Mad Dog. Why is it so loud? Oh, I got to lower this. <laughs> you don't know Mike and the Mad Dog, right? No, just nod your head. I, I can't introduce you yet. You know, you don't know Mike and the Mad Dog. Anybody know Mike and the Mad Dog? Good afternoon, everybody. Mike and the Mad Dog here. Right, sports Radio. No, all right. Anyway, doesn't matter. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who I am, if you're just tuning in for the very first time and you're like, what the fuck is this fat fuck with the uh, New York Knicks sweater? Anyway, I am the reporter of the people. No, I'm the pundit of the people, the man with the plan, Big Ray, here to stay. To talk some Lucha Libre, which is your Spanish lesson for wrestling today. And if you are a fan of NXT, they have the uh, the NXT uh, English, whatever, Heritage Cup shit, right? Seen that the one Norm Dar has been walking around with is the size of a small fridge. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the West Mississippi Heritage Cup champion. He's won it three times. Actually, nobody. Yeah, they they just they just keep sending him a new one every year. You know, um, it's pretty cool. It's very big and. Not like Norm. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is the one, the only. It is my partner, my life partner. What? <laughs> it is not my life partner. It's the vet. The vet. He's a Rip Rogers guy. The vet. That, that, that. Rip, Rip, Rip Rogers guy. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I was just saying that he's like my lifelong friend, not like a partner, like a like I'm sleeping. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, he is a Rip Rogers guy. Have you seen my baseball? I bet Jamie Williams is going on, buddy. Hey. What's up, buddy? How do you think your wife's going to feel about this whole life partner thing? You Listen. better... Uh... Does she know about this? Have you seen my baseball? Also, for the record, I don't agree. Oh, and uh, we've only been—we've only even known each other a couple of years, and I really think lifelong friends is strong. I think the word friends is pretty strong. I think you and I are like the work acquaintances more so than anything else. He is my best friend, the vet Jamie Williams, because I know where he, he lives. You know who's a. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh you know who's a better friend to you than even me i don't know who jesus probably Thank you, probably but besides that what oh 
Oh, fucking Gary. Hey, Gary, just a big heads up, buddy. For those listening on audio, Gary is uh, the magical stuffed elephant that lives here in uh, the next level land. And um, Gary, if, oh, see, see, Elizabeth's not in the chat right now. I don't see her. Uh-huh. I see what's going on here. Elizabeth's going to be sending me some Raisinette cookies, I think. She's making some concoction. And Gary, it looks like you're going to have a fuck buddy uh, with eight arms. What do you think that that the, the whole uh, octopus? Gary's going to be a little octopusy. <laughs> no? Eh, probably not. Did you see those the, the octopus that Liz made? On a... I saw two of them. I saw one. There's uh oh, there there's, she is. there's squishy and there's big squishy. Oh <gasps> ladies and gentlemen, I'm not gonna play the breaking news music, but we got some breaking news. Next week I will get my cookies. That oh man, I'm so fucking excited. Is is vet getting Gary? Uh Gary's uh you know fuck buddy? No. Larry? No. Oh. Why not? That's a weird. That's a weird thing that you tried to set up. Why would you say that? Because it, it's because it happened. Oh, how's your week been, buddy? Like like uh, I know you were streaming yesterday. I, I went. I was on the train with homeless people. Oh yeah, that train. That wasn't that wasn't oh. April Hunter. Oh, I thought it was April Hunter that no, was watching, but it, it was it was you instead, huh? It was fucking me, man. Okay, well that, that's pretty good too. It's nice when a work acquaintance shows up and you know hangs out in the chat. Best friends, ladies and gentlemen. Not to be confused with uh, Chucky e. T and uh, Trent Beretta. Yeah. Yo, what was the game that? Uh, so what? What do you remember? What year that game came out that you were playing yesterday? The the. I don't know exactly, but I think it was like around the early nineties. Was it the early nineties? That wasn't the eighties. That wasn't the eighties game. Possibly tail tail end of the eighties. Yeah, I could see that. Damn man. it, felt nineties. That shit, boy. That shit, brought back memories, bro. Watching you play that shit. But I tell you what. I tell you what else is bringing back memories right now. Just lower this. Oh yeah, it's gonna keep on happening, Captain. As the New York Knickerbockers, the only team we care about here in New York, not those disgusting, irrelevant Swamp Dragons, the New Jersey Nets of Brooklyn. Nobody cares about them. They're out of the playoffs. The Knicks have won me some Raisinette cookie gimmicks from Elizabeth and also has won Gary a fuck buddy and some an octopusy. We're going to call we're going to call what Liz sends you octopusy. How do you feel about that, buddy? Uh, how do I feel about what now? The New York Knicks? I'm sorry, I was reading the chat. The octopusy that she's gonna send you to send Gary. Oh, get a little of that trunk action. (laughs) I wonder in the history of the world if, uh, like in real life, have an octopus and an elephant ever become friends? Because you know how you see all those videos of like animals being friends and stuff on Instagram or whatever. It's got to have happened at one time on planet Earth, sometime in the billions of years. It's, what are the chances, though? Like an octopus and a, and a... I don't know. And an elephant. How? How would they interact? I I don't know. But they're both supposedly very intelligent creatures. Well, not supposedly. It's, it's documented. So you would think 
they at least have some kind of a nature conversation. Did you know? Could. Did you know? The only two animals that actually have sex just for fun and pleasure are humans and dolphins. The two smartest ones. Allegedly. I've I've been on the train at 1.15 a.m. in New York City. I've, I fucking question whether... whether I see what you are saying there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, well, and, and for some animals in the animal kingdom, it's a painful or even fatal act. Oh yeah, what's what's uh what is it uh the, the fucking spider gimmick? What is it? Spiders, uh, yeah, like a praying mantis, you know. Yeah, those are assholes. Yeah, They're fucking so. assholes. I don't know why they would, you know. Well, I mean, as long as you die happy, right? Yeah, you wouldn't, want, I mean, you, wouldn't you wouldn't want to die underneath like somebody you're really fucking attracted to. I guess that's a best possible outcome, right? But like, think about it. We don't know. Like, what if? Cause like, what if for an insect like a praying mantis, what if the sex is terrible and then you get killed? He's got like a little cock. Yeah, or just, uh. or she's got like you know spikes. Oh, or just uh, just a very dry dry vagina. Yeah, just, just doesn't take just no maintenance. She's not a giver. <laughs> Do they make summer's eve in that size? Like, uh, <laughs> fucking poor man- mantis is laying under there. Man, it smells like fucking. <laughs> TV dinners and godfish. That's what? how that's how the ritual started. A male praying man was talking shit, and then well, other animals don't get killed. Um, oh no, I'm sure the chat knows. Speaking of which, it is that time. Let me just, uh, as I usually say, pull up the gimmick. Oh man, I tell you, bro, I'm a little off my game today, but it's okay. You know why? Oh, see, look, the fucking music is still playing. I can't do that. I gotta do this. Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. You're gonna acknowledge me. You there, sitting at home. Acknowledge me. I am just fucking all over the place. I got music playing over it. Very unprofessional today. We're live, I, pal. Oh, man. I was tired, man. I gotta work so late. Uh, it's getting hard, bro. I might quit my job, by the way. I love my job. All right, we start off with Buckshot Kid. He is in the house. Buckshot Kid uh, bucking shots at kids. I think it's not fair what? that Buckshot Kid just gets on like in the middle of the night or whatever, says good morning, and then just goes to sleep and does whatever else. Like I heard you say something about that on the Impact, yeah. Impact with Brandon. Yeah, that's not right with Brandon. And it's like, you know, is that really being here? Like so. everyone else is, has showed up bright and early. They filed in. They took their place. It's not, you know, it's not fair. And but and Buckshot Kid, like he he, you know, he cracked open the door with mm. a crowbar. You know, broke in, went to his seat, put a note. You know, saying you know like put to claim it like Buckshot Kid's seat. He, he left two coffees for us. Yeah, like where everybody else is like outside in the cold, like lined up, like they're waiting, they're waiting to get in, and and he and he's just like, nah, I'm sitting here, you know, and then just not here, and everybody else comes in and they can't sit there because he's not there yet, but his note is there. Does he so, do that all the time? Oh yeah, this is, this is a thing, and he's gonna go back and listen to this, and he's probably gonna laugh about it. But <laughs> on every show, he does this shit. 
Well, the two shows that I do that I know of, I don't I know if what he, other shows he does. I wonder if he copied. And it's the, gotten to be a thing, like where now it'll be like, like either Media M Five or Liz will get in there. Maybe they'll try to beat him just, to, just like a little fun game or something, just to do it. But yeah, do that, guys. Do that. Do it. Do it. Bacardi do and it. Coke. Do it. Do it. Have you seen my baseball? You may not know why. It's none of your business, guys. Yeah, don't tell you. Don't worry about it. But my you question know the movie is, reference, but yeah, what what are we testing on Lab Rat this morning? Baseballs, baseballs, and, and mantis and, and mantis douche. Have you seen my baseballs? False, uh, false flag. Anyway, Chris Wendell is in the house. Says cheers, Big Ray, and that Indy Hartwell never looked a gift horse in the mouth. Yes, boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fucking rich. Um. Jerome is in the house. It's Jerome yeah. with an N. Jerome mm-hmm. Hall. He is in the house. The biggest ass in all of HMG. Yo, 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 Buckshot, Larry, and Chris. Saying what's up to the boys. Frank's Pickle Barrel. Is he still here? Frank's Pickle Barrel? Yeah, he's, he's still here, right? Should be. Hey, Frank, I need you to hit me up and let me know where you get that meat from. Uh, I had shared uh, two steaks with one of my residents, and they loved it. And they actually asked me about it. And I was like, I will ask Frank. So please, Frank, uh, if you can hit me up and just let me know where they may be able to order that meat, uh, that would be great and help support wherever you live. I don't know if you want me to make that. Up. Anyway, okay, we have, oh yeah, we have the lovely Elizabeth. Yeah, freaking out, freaking out, walking down the aisle. Why are you smiling at that fucking handsome bastard? Just looking at the chat. Looking at the chat. All right. Being handsome. All right. Let's see what else we got here. We have the incomparable, the homosexual Colin Wysong. No boys, he says. Yeah, it's sad here now. Lonely wasteland in NXT. We have a long talk about this list. So that's pretty much the three count this week. (laughs) We're going to do do a a 10-minute review of NXT, and we're going to do an hour and 50-minute complaining about the draft and all. No, we're just... The three we'll talk about movie. it. We'll talk about it. Talk about it. As as uh, Trick and Mello would say, let's talk uh, about it. We have, with a record of 152 and 42, the dancing, the dancing bear, handsome, the handsome bear, handsome, dancing, Dan Heffern. Heffern. The bear. The bear. <laughs> the cocaine bear. I finally saw Kill Cocaine Bear Vet. Have you saw, seen it? No, kidding me. It's so fucking stupid, but good. Stupid and good. Okay. It's stupid good. What a way for Ray Liotta to go out, huh? Ah, oh, fuck, man. Poor Ray Liotta. Spoiler: He's in the movie. Oh, music stops. Let's play that again. We have the beautiful, the handsome, the incredible. Oh no. Well. Ray never learned his lesson. Hello? You still there? I've always been here. God damn it. Every fucking day, man. Every time it's fucking... You never learn. I don't think you can blame him anymore. I don't think you can blame Scott. It's it's you. I'm going to ask you a question, Vet. Does this man have the most beautiful beard in all of our circle of trust? I cannot think of any finer mm. than Rick Steiner. 
What? Okay. The mighty Babo is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. We have you know, uh, uh, you know, Von Lilas calls him Bobo. Like he, he just doesn't get it. Like people call him Bobo. Like he's some kind of a, like a well, like he like he's a dancing bear or something. But they call him Bobo. You know what Bobo yeah. means? You know what Bobo is slang for in Spanish? In Spanish, what is? Yes, it? like an idiot. You're a Bobo. Tu eres un Bobo. Tu eres oh. un Bobo. Or a pacifier is called a Bobo. Oh yeah. Like a child, because you know they get all, ooh, you know, when you or that giant mutant guy from Double Dragon is called a Bobo. He is a Bobo, wasn't it? Every time I used, to, I, I used to, uh, my mind would change his name and turn it to Adobo, which is a Spanish uh, seasoning. <laughs> yeah, it's a seasoning. Adobo chicken. Anyone? Yeah, good shit. We have a, a name I haven't seen before, and this person is asking a question. Emma one nine nine eight. Eight is that the year you were born? The day you were born? What is the one nine eight? Anyway, if you could choose any celebrity to see get tickled, who would it be? That's actually a really fucking good question, Vet. Who would it be? Is it? Yes, <laughs> I got mine. Only if you, only if you gave a shit what celebrities look like getting tickled. Well, right. since you have an answer, go for it. Brock Lesnar. Ah, yes, I remember. I would him. love. To see Brock Lesnar get tickled, he'd just stand there. No, I don't know if he'd. I, I, what do you? I think he would bite somebody. He Mike might. Tyson. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> It'll be adorable. Yeah. You know what I would love to see get tickled? Tucker Carlson. Really? With, the, with, with his bow tie, he has to be wearing the, the fucking bow tie. He's always wearing it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't wear the bow tie anymore. He doesn't wear the bow tie since fucking Crossfire. Oh. Anyway, doesn't matter. All right, I'm running down a list here. Let me see who else we got. We have... Ah, oh, Kevin! My boy. You know, I don't know if I ever say his name right, but I always say Kevin Marty. Marty. Sounds right. Congratulations, he says, to the greatest tag team of this generation. Pretty deadly hashtag. Yes, boy! Not wrong. Yes, boy! I'm going to miss those fucking guys, bro, because I don't watch anything else. We have uh, a gentleman that was just drafted. Oh, wait. This is the brother of the gentleman that was just drafted. It is the brother of former WWE World Heavyweight Champion Jinder Mahal. It is Jinda hmm. Mahal. He's, uh, he's here. He remains undrafted. He's <laughs> the dark side caster. It's kind of like the road caster, but dark. Oh, I see. On one side. Like a Sith. Yes. Like it's a Sith. clearly a Sith in that picture. A cute, like a cute, little, cute little Sith. Cute little chibi Sith in that picture. I am your father. Luke. You never said Luke. I, it still blows my mind. Yeah, it no. Blows my fucking mind. Why does it blow your mind? Because even, even, even uh, James Earl Jones during interviews was like, Luke, I'm your father. Well, yeah, but he's saying that he's modifying the quote to give it context, you know? Like, in oh. case anybody just thinks he's saying that he's everybody's father. He's like, no, no, just Luke, you know? Hold on. Try this. <sighs> I'm your father's... What is it? I'm your father's sister's brother's former roommate. 
some of this shit like that, right? What was it? Yeah, Spaceballs. Yes. What does that make us? Absolutely nothing. Which is what you will be, Lone Star. One of the finest pieces of movie shit in the world. All right. I think, let me see. I might be missing. I think that might be everybody. No. Wait, no. All the way from Israel. Hope you guys are doing okay over there, by the way. I heard uh, I heard the weather's fucking just perfect. Bastards. Aaron Ben Shlomo. The weather's always beautiful. You know, Israel has some of the most beautiful beaches in the entire fucking galaxy. Isn't the whole place a beach? Crystal clear waters. They have waters that you could just float on. Fucking salt. God damn it. You could part waters over there. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Let me see. Who am I missing? Anybody here? Ah, oh. fucking he's back. Hashtag the artist returns. He says, "Yeah, fuck that dude." We spell fuck with a f u q. What is he talking about? Talking about Frank? <laughs> I don't know. What was he talking about? I don't know. Oh, the draft. He's saying. Ah. Uh. Oh no no the other thing he's talking about like when we were, that's from when we were talking about um. Uh, Buckshot Kid. Got it. Like saving spaces, you know. Yeah. And he's, and he's talking about hypothetical people that do things like when they work from home and they, uh, you know, don't turn on the camera or whatever it is. Well, that seems to be everybody, vet. Unless For I miss somebody. And if you're late, you don't get acknowledged. You do not get acknowledged, but you know you what? Should get acknowledged is? if you're not here, like right. Buckshot Kid, right? But we already acknowledged him. We acknowledge so Ben. It's too late. Ben Hamid, can we acknowledge him? Who? Nobody. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for your favorite part of the show. It is the one, the two, the, the, the three counts. This is The Three Count, with today's biggest stories in pro wrestling, world news, pop culture, sports, and more. And now, back to Big Ray and the Vet. All right. Let me just, uh... No, how do I do this window? God damn it. All right, it's that time, ladies and gentlemen. NBA on NXT. NBA on NXT, yes. <laughs> We've been doing this all week, and maybe we'll do this, uh, you know, for, for baseball. And uh, Anyway, all right, ladies and gentlemen, if you missed the NBA this week, man, we are hot into the NBA playoffs. We are in the conference semifinals. We have the Lakers versus Golden State. The Lakers came up with a win last night. We have the Lakers uh, defeating the Golden State Warriors 117-112. After the Lakers uh, got past, I'm sorry, after the Golden State Warriors got past the Sacramento Kings, a lot of people thought they would win the title this year. Yes. Denver is up. What happened, Ben? Oh, I'm just so glad that everybody can shut the fuck up around here about the Kings. Yes, fuck the Kings and their fucking laser beams. They can just wasting them. everybody's time, like... Is it the the what is with the Warriors? Like, what are they just so like? 
are they so bored with being the best that they just have to like show up halfway through the season and that's what they do and then, and then show up halfway through a playoff series like uh fine if we have to if we have to just body everybody because yeah, at yeah. The, the end of the game like the game the final game wasn't even close i didn't watch it but i could just see the score and they, they it was like a 20 point game they won by 20 points so it's like yeah 121 100 just fucking can you you could have just put these guys away in four steph curry had to drag it out he was literally on fire bro was he it's insane anyway uh we got the denver nuggets up 2-0 on the uh, phoenix suns kevin durant i hope you fucking sprain both of your ankles philadelphia 76ers with a fucking huge, huge upset without MVP, NBA MVP, Joel Embiid defeat the Boston Celtics. So they are one nothing in the series. And Jimmy Buckets with a huge game the first game. Uh, the New York Knicks losing to the Miami Heat the first game. But the New York Knicks come back. Jimmy Buckets sits out. That's Jimmy Butler with a sprained ankle. But, you know, Julius Randle also had a sprained ankle, and, you know, we also had a couple of other injuries. But it's basketball. Everybody gets hurt. So the New York Knicks win yesterday in a fucking really fun game to watch, 111-105. So this has been one hell of an NBA playoff so far. A lot of upsets, a lot of teams. People didn't even think they were going to be in this. The L.A. Lakers just making a push. In-fucking-credible. I love sports. What do you think about the uh, series there with the Heat, Ray, in your honest opinion? Well, okay, so I'm going to be very genuine with you. So all season, you know, amongst friends and probably on social media, I've been saying that the one team that fucking scares the shit out of me when it comes to the Knicks are the Miami Heat. For some reason, the Heat just match up really freaking well with us. They have a, they have a, a couple of bigs that move really well. Um, the fact that that Tyler Hero is not there, who's one of their main uh, contributors on the offense and defense, the kid is really, really good, and he's fucking out for the season. They're still incredible, incredibly dangerous. Um, the Heat are very fucking good, and Jimmy Butler, when he plays, when Jimmy Butler is in the playoffs, it's not the same. He plays just like his 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 uh, illegitimate father. You know who that is, right? Uh, who is it? We had this conversation before. I forgot. Michael Jordan. Oh yes, yes, and I sh- that showed you the side by side picture and everything, right? Uh, that part I don't remember. I don't yeah. Well, anyway, uh, take your word for it. Just trust me, man. Jimmy Butler. I mean, that guy is when he pl- he's scary good in the playoffs. But honestly, dude, I, I think I'm gonna stick by it, brother. Nixon six. Okay. I- I really do believe the New York Knicks. I'm going to show you something real quick, Vet. Tell me what you think here. So this is a side-by-side comparison of Jimmy Butler and Michael Jordan at the same age. Do you think they look like each other at all? Um, bigger. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess. I don't see, you don't see any resemblance there, brother. <laughs> I mean, seriously. No, no I, I mean, if you... Hmm. Hmm. No, nothing. I mean, I not even a little bit. Well, when you separate them, no, they don't look anything alike. You don't think so? Like in that picture there with where with Jordan's in the golf outfit, like 
How about here? Yeah, no. They don't look alike. What is it with the yellow eyes uh, people get? What's going on with Jordan there, bro? Jordan doesn't sleep. <laughs> is that what that is? He stays up all night gambling. He gets like one hour of sleep, goes to practice. <laughs> Incredible what he did, right? <laughs> wins, that. wins. you know, actually plays in dunk contests and wins them. You know, like participates in All Star Weekend. You know, just the things that people don't do anymore. <sighs> when men were men. Yeah. So he was a degenerate gambler. So what? Who needs sleep? And what were women? Same. Yeah, he's still alive. You know, Jordan didn't die. He's out there. I can go for a nice cold Coors Light right now. All right, but let's go down this list, man. Um. There's really, like I was looking at the news, there's nothing really interesting to talk about. I figured we could just spend most of the time talking about this situation, uh, this list here uh, on the three count with um, with all these NXT wrestlers uh, getting drafted, 11 in total, if I'm correct. Uh, let me just let me just run down some quick things. New Hampshire Lottery Commission exec says WWE betting approval on New Hampshire. Nobody gives a shit. Orange Cassidy hit George Washington with orange punch. What? Um, there's like no news here. Uh, WWE sees. Hey, did you see that? Um, that uh, AEW sold thirty something thousand uh, seats already. The pre- yeah, the pre-sale. just the pre-sale. The tickets aren't even on sale yet. Don't they go on sale on Friday? Yeah, like to the, the general public. Mm-hmm. How do you? Sell well, I thought they weren't going to sell any tickets, Ray, because they only have like less than a million viewers here in America. So why would they sell any tickets to a show overseas? What if they think it's WWE? Too late. Go to the, see that Roman Reigns fella. Yeah, they if they know exactly what it is. <laughs> see that Roman Reigns fella. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Nick Khan doesn't expect Endeavor to get creative, uh, right? There's really nothing. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, I wanted to talk about other things when I was. We were supposed to have a guest on here, but unfortunately, that wasn't able to happen. So, yeah, who, who's the guest again? Well, I was gonna bring back for a third go round. Three. Uh, yeah, a three count. A third guest for a three count. Um. Yeah, that's a three. Jalen Brunson does it when he hits a three. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to have uh, my good friend and friend of the show, Mark Malara, come on because oh, I wanted Mark. to talk about some of the, uh, you know, there there was a lawsuit that you all heard about with, uh, you know, that, that former staff writer that's Young alleging lady. things. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and also we've got, you know, a writer's strike going on right now that he's right. a part of, which is why he can't be here now. I was like, does protesting have a time clock? And he was like, yeah, apparently it does. So he can't make the show, but hopefully maybe next week or some other time, he'll get a different shift for his picketing. And uh, he can come and talk with us about those things. Cause you know, he's got a unique perspective of having been in a writer's room mm-hmm. and seen some of the things that go on there and those kind of things. So he can speak to that. And then also he could talk about like, where does, cause you know, I think it was uh, Liz that asked me the other day or brought up something in my Twitch chat about, like, well, how does this writer strike affect the WWE or things like that? And I was saying, it don't. It doesn't. Because, I was to, that's actually one of the stories. It doesn't affect WWE at all. Yeah, because any of these writers, if they could get a real job in Hollywood and would be part of the union, they'd be doing it. 
they have they're basically full-time full-time employees with wwe is like being a scab writer in hollywood yeah so but you know we can if he if he's able to come on he can talk in more detail about that so hopefully we'll be able to get him on next week or at his earliest convenience yeah i want to definitely talk about that that story um and this is this is the alleged rape uh accusations uh hey how's um how's that monet monet chick going over in uh, new japan she she any good anybody care Mm, they seem to care i've been seeing some real stupid looking shit with her though or playing yeah. guitars and shit like rubber guitars and yeah. singing terribly. Does anybody remember um, Tuesday Night Titans? <coughs> of course, with Vince McMahon. Yeah, pal. I, I rest my case. Okay. All right, let's go down this list. Let's take a look. Uh, do you want to start off with the free agents? Fucking free agents. Well, yeah, we should. We should. We should surely talk about how. <laughs> how does this work ray because we we see drafts in real sports so do they often uh just uh do, do, do teams call up people and just uh not sign them and just send them out in the world or do you become a free agent when you're just your name's just not called because they, they're making it sound like they made certain people like if you watched raw and smackdown they said select nxt members are eligible for this draft so first of all what the fuck is that supposed to mean i'll tell you what it means what it means is they're covering their ass for why certain people wouldn't get drafted that would be obvious picks like oh i don't know ron breaker or you know you know i mean like you that's why that so that the people don't ask oh well select superstars so okay there you go um but okay. yeah, so the way they did it here was they said they have select superstars and then they've got people that go undrafted and are free agents. No, they got drafted. Yeah, they drafted to the what? To the pool? To the pool of free agents? I don't get that. Who's drafting the free agent pool? Well, well why don't we jump into the first name here? All right. And it's a name that I, I never got why this guy didn't get over until you explained to me why he didn't get over and we had a whole conversation about why he didn't get over is because he started singing sexy boy in oh, a, yeah. a guy that had the look the charisma wasn't right, a bad wrestler <laughs> calm down this, again calm down this is <laughs> zion queen zion zion queen so he's a free agent so what does that mean he gets to just oh that means he gets to go to catering in both smackdown and raw that's right. Two mm. free meals. Okay. So this is the way I want to play this. We're going okay. to say a name, what show they're on, and whether you believe they can succeed or not, or whether they will succeed or not. It's going to be all your all opinion based on what based on what we've seen over the last couple of years, um, okay. and and also keep an account that the way they were booked in NXT may not necessarily be the way they are booked in WWE, the main roster. So well, I would means- hope, I would I will just say this, too, on that subject, is every single other time they've done this, like this draft dealie that they do, that's been where it's a regime that does not care about what goes on in NXT, or Vince McMahon has no idea who these people are. So this would be the first time that 
Triple H would be in touch with the talents that are coming up, right? Like, he would know, like, yeah, I know what this guy does. I want him on SmackDown. Or I know what this guy does. I want him on Raw or whatever. Like, so I would like to think that the reason that they're called up is because he knows what he wants out of them. Right. Right? As opposed yeah. to just writers saying, oh, we could do something with this guy. And then Vince being like, who the hell is this? You know? And then they get buried. Todd, not a fan. Todd Brantley, not a fan of the draft this year. So one very interesting person, I guess we can get into. So what do you what do you think? Do you think Zion Quinn has a shot to get over on the main roster? Um, No, not at all. Look, in the sense that the WWE, if they want to, can force anybody over. Like they will convince people that somebody's over eventually. It took Roman Reigns a while, but (laughs) eventually. They got there. So if they really, really want to, yes. But based on how everybody's been on all those shows from top to bottom, whether you're a top guy like Uh Seth Rollins or whether you're bottom like Colin. (laughs) Well, luckily, we don't have to watch him five hours a week on WWE TV because that would be even more brutal. But no, but, uh, you know, just from. You know, like I said, from the from the main event guys to the to the opening match guys, nobody on Raw or SmackDown is really getting over right now. So, uh, yeah, I just don't see how Zion Quinn is gonna do it. Well, what about our boy Von Wagner? Is he going? Is he coming to the main roster? With and we'll talk, man, we're gonna get into Von Wagner later. Yes, during yes, the we show. are. But based on his size, based on his original push, based on the storyline, which I believe may continue on to the main roster, along with Robbie E., his manager, um, Stone, whatever they call him, something Stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert Stone. Robert Stone. Um, do you think this guy has a shot to, to make it in the big leagues? You know, hit hit about you know, 265, maybe 25 home runs, 80 RBIs. I'm getting a phone call. I'm going to have to deny that phone call. I don't know who that is. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, batting averages are supposedly up during this new pitch clock era. Ah. So. <laughs> but uh, but in, in, uh, to answer your question, um, it's going to be really hard. But I was thinking about after <laughs> after um, no, that's what he said. Oh. Lying to her is what right is what happened right, and it wasn't. Um, yeah, it did not happen. Um, I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially after last night's episode, I was like, "How can Von Wagner get over?" Mm. And I have an idea, but I really don't think that they are going to think in the same wavelength that I do. So I feel like, much like Zion Quinn, they just won't—they won't be able to figure out what to do. Can I, can I ask you? Are you thinking they're gonna make him a Be- Beverly brother? With the fucking cape and no, everything. Oh, no, because you need a brother for that. <laughs> he doesn't have like he doesn't no. have like a twin. Nobody looks like this guy, so they'll call him the Beverly brother. The Beverly brother. He's no one's brother. Von Wagner. Von Wagner. <laughs> Von Wagner hyphen Beverly. Mm. Von Beverly. 
no there there is there is a way that might work there's is there's like a, a non-zero chance that it would work my idea but uh, i'm not going to talk about it now i'll talk about not. it maybe <laughs> why, why would you why would you say all that and then all of a sudden uh, well i think we could talk about it later when it's more pertinent okay all right that's fair that's fair all right because so. it's going to tie into like my what i was thinking is going to tie into what we need to talk about okay. so might as well talk about it first all right, so vet, we got a couple of people that. I'm so sorry, guys. I am fucking exhausted. I'm only like like four hours sleep. How long that it works? So please forgive me if I yawn. It's very unprofessional. I'm very tired, but I'm here and I love you. There are a couple of people that um that were drafted. That was like oh, what? Mm-hmm. And even though this person has the size, the the smile, the in ring. I mean, the guy is, moves like a cat. But he's huge. But what the fuck? Odyssey Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a guy that is a very polarizing pick here. Because mm-hmm. in NXT, when I when we first saw him, I was like, wow, this guy's fucking Mark Henry 2.0 with charisma and speed. Then he got hurt and then he jobbed to everybody pretty much. When's the last time Odyssey got a win? Mm-hmm. Not that they matter. Do they matter? I don't know. I think wins matter, especially when it comes to big guys like this. Um, right. What do you think, man? Do you think Odyssey Jones is uh, going to be the uh, the new Mark Henry of the WWE? I don't know. I mean, we're only saying that Mark Henry of the WWE are a modern day Mark Henry just because of his size and shape and that's skin color. Yeah, that's why we're saying it. Really, other than that, he has no, you know. Mark Henry had Olympic weightlifting credentials. Right. And so, so does uh, Odyssey Jones, right? Doesn't he lift I stuff? don't know if he competed in the Olympics or whatever, oh. but but I mean they, even so they never really pushed him as that. No. Um you know, it they would they, they they the 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 point is um yeah, I I guess they must be thinking like, well we don't have anybody else that looks like this right now or maybe they seen something outside the ring you know like maybe they see like a teachable you know uh person that can get over or or maybe they just need somebody for main event i don't know um but yeah it's not what you would expect based on you know tv time and you know i mean the guy is he's six five 405 pounds. I'm just reading this off here. Um, he's only 28. And uh, he's got a he's got a, a pretty good college football background. I don't know. I don't know. You can miss with a guy like that, but it's WWE. So you think you think you think he'll be a hit or a miss? Well, much like the other people that you've already mentioned, if they want to get him over, they can. They probably won't want to or won't care. But you have to, but you have to think again with number one, Triple H being more in tune with NXT and being somebody that brought on C. Jones in in the first place. So he knows who he is. Um, and the fact that even though we don't get why they called him up, they did call him up. They so did. there's got to be some reason. Got to be a reason. You're right, but yeah if he was if you know if he was just smashing over people on nxt and you know getting racking up wins then we'd be like oh yeah obviously odyssey jones gets called up 
So the fact that they call him up where he's barely even been on TV since he's been back lets you know that somebody must have an idea. See, this is this is why uh so again just being that vet, man. Just just doing what vets do. So we have you here, brother. All right. This is the faction that I think is gonna get over huge. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And I, I really think they're gonna get over I think these guys work in this mm-hmm. uh WWE and I'm talking about in this year with uh mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal as a package deal. Uh, two big, strong guys uh, that can both, uh, I mean, they're pretty decent talkers. And then they have a talker in Jinder Mahal, who's a former WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't see how they can fuck this up, but they might. Um, mm-hmm. Do these guys get over in, in, on the main roster? And how, how would you book this team, man? They, again... <laughs> The answer is the same for every single person. Maybe. Yes, they can get over. Any of these guys can get over. And if you're creative enough, you can trick people into thinking somebody, you know, into thinking somebody's worth their time. That's the whole idea of pro wrestling. It's a con game. So if you're willing to be creative, anybody can be over. Um, I think they can easily get over. But the more important uh, key to this particular uh, call up is the fact that they are a tag team. Mm-hmm. They've been a tag team. And the only thing that matters, regardless of Indus Share or anything else, is WWE going to revamp and refocus their tag team division and See, I, actually care about yeah. tag team wrestling as a division? Is it going to be featured like something that people can get? excited about seeing like I think so. the way people look back and say like oh remember the cruiserweights in wcw they were exciting you know like we think about that it's like instead of just randomly throwing people together if we just take the tag teams focus on those and make those a featured part of the show that the fans could get excited to see because it's something different then we need tag teams and these guys are a tag team so they can have you know and they've got teams there but they do weird stuff with them. Like, like for example, you have Alpha Academy. Yeah. Most of the time, it's just Chad Gable in a singles match losing. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> but you're still a tag team? So it's just weird. They know Gable can get dumb shit over or try to. Right. So that's what they use him for. And Otis is a comedy character. So that's what they use him for. But as a tag team, it's just like, they're non-existent. They're not even trying to... They have no interest in the Usos or Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens or anybody else that has championships. They, So, you know. I mean, I, I would book them like the way they wanted to book AOP. Uh, you know. You mean uh, into share now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would have those guys go in and just beat the fuck out of, out of uh, enhancement talents for the next... For, the, for a month straight. And slowly build them. Put them uh, against... What's a mid-range tag team? <laughs> I don't know, but they did that with Veer as a single. They just <laughs> they first they had the vignettes, yeah, then he finally again. arrived. Then they yeah, then they do it again. Now they just yeah. And I I can see I can but but you can already see where they're like you can see where their wheels are spinning because you got two guys who are very interesting and who I would like to hear do promos. Yeah. But you can see how they're like, well, we got to put Jinder Mahal with them to talk for them because. No, man. You know, let let um 
Sangha talk with his accent, bro. It's awesome. Like we saw all those vignettes in the NXT kitchen yes. of him. You know, like we know he'd be he's a very compelling person. So what if he has an accent? Or Veer, you know, his he's barely has an accent. He just he's he speaks great English and is very straightforward yeah. and intense. So it's like they don't even really need Jinder Mahal or Jinder Mahal. But it's nice to have him though. <laughs> it I, is no, I'm I'm saying it's yeah. nice to have him, but you can almost see that that's just what in their lack of creativity they're like i don't know just put them together they need they need somebody to talk for them damn it you know like they don't though you're right if they all three talk as a group and and act like a free birds or an evil you know evil new day or whatever whatever you know demolition any any three-man group that you want to talk about like that would be something a little bit different and cool but I really doubt that we're going to see the full potential. But I think out of mo- a lot of these call-ups, I think these guys have a great deal of potential, just in my opinion. But here's a team that that uh, won me over over time. They're mm-hmm. tiny, but my God, little machines. They just, oh my, so quick, so good. Um, they got over. I They got over with me, uh, mm-hmm. and that's the K-Sounds, bro. Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, those two girls... Uh, Man, as singles, you know, they weren't going anywhere. But as a tag team, these girls are fucking. They're gonna be the like. Are they gonna be the the Rey Mysterio of the women's tag team division? The 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 little engine that that could, uh, getting big wins, uh, flash wins over over tag teams that they shouldn't beat, but they're gonna win. Uh, no. Do you see them? No, no, you, because no, they should dominate because there are no tag teams that should beat them. The women's tag team division is more of a clusterfuck than the men's tag team division. That's a fact. <clears throat> they just slap women together all the time. Look at who the champions are right now. It's Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez. You know that long history they've had together as friends right. and partners. Right. Oh, wait. So, yeah, I, I look at... The, the the thing is, they're not going to be Rey Mysterio because most of the women are small. and And, more importantly... The gimmick is not that they're small. The gimmick is their teamwork. That's how they became the greatest women's tag team of all time. Because they took a they took that they took the idea of tag team wrestling and said, "Hey, let's really actually get let's this gimmick this. over." Yeah. You know, instead of just be two singles girls that have to tag. They're like, "Hey, let's work on some let's come up with some stuff or whatever. Or maybe an agent was helping them come up with stuff. It doesn't matter." The, the the point is we'll see if we'll see how much of that was them and how much of that was NXT coddling uh when they're up on you know Raw and SmackDown or would they go to SmackDown? Uh, they are going to Raw. They went to Raw, okay. So yeah, check them out on Monday night and see if they're still good. The next team that we're talking about now goes to SmackDown, talking about building up the women's divisions, and it's uh a person that I, I absolutely hated. I shat on. But once she got together with, I think, her in-ring soulmate, mm-hmm. uh, this team is fucking ready, ready. They were ready ready to go. I think they were ready for TV. Um, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, uh, two of the most believable witch gimmicks I've seen in quite some time, if that makes any sense. Um, they're not like the magical witches. They're more of the you know devil-worshipping witches, I guess you would say. Uh, dark magic, that type of shit, which exists, and people do do. Um, I like these girls a lot. 
Uh, these girls are going to be a problem in the women's tag team division. So now we have these two girls uh, coming up. What do you think of them on the main roster? They're going to SmackDown. They're going to the big show. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> It'll work. But again, same as same every shit, single other person. Are they going to like, what are the plans for them? You know, mm-hmm. did, did they, did, does, was anybody really saying, man, I want these two. Right. Like I got ideas. Well, I want we can do, we can, yeah, we can, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? It, it, we could do uh well, Hey, maybe that is some of the call-ups, you know, maybe yeah. some of these, maybe some of these writers who don't have to strike, maybe some of them are like, eh, let's, let's freshen up the harassment pool. <laughs> well, one of these call-ups that I think is one of these call-ups where they say, look, man, we did everything we possibly could to help you out, brother. Um, and also, we're being sued for race for being racist. So we're just going to bring you right back to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> give you a big spot. Uh, no Nigerian accent. We're talking about Apollo Crews. Your thoughts? Am I spot on with all that shit, you think? Probably. Yeah. Apollo being a good uh, intercontinental champion or something like that again. Nothing spectacular. Well, sometimes um, anybody that's a fan of Jim Ross has probably heard the uh, phrase, um, you know, go away and learn a new hold, right? <laughs> I've which, never which heard is, that, actually. You never heard that? Okay, no, like well, that. it's it's in reference to territory. I'm my re- wife right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's in reference to territory wrestlers who had been in a place for a long time and there's not much you can do anymore, so it's maybe time to move on and then maybe one day you can come back after the people if, you know how can we miss you if you won't go away so that's what you know i don't know where jr got it from but you hear him say that like go you know go learn a new hold and um and then come back so perhaps nxt was a way for them to like jesus christ this nigerian idea was yeah. so bad, Very bad that we've got to let most people forget about apollo but we don't want him to just do nothing, and we certainly don't want him to work anywhere else. So he'll go back down to NXT. He'll be the Equalizer, which is getting a, a part three movie. Have you seen that trailer? Is it for with the Equalizer a, three? Isn't it with what's her name? It's Denzel. It's Denzel again. Oh, did, oh no, no I'm, t- I'm thinking about the TV show they they tried to do with, uh, with Queen, Queen Latifah. Latifah. How'd that yeah. get over? I'm not sure. Um, but, uh, it couldn't have been any worse than these Apollo Crews gimmicks on NXT where he's writing in a diary and anyway, the point is at at a diner. Uh, so yeah, maybe there's just a way to keep him in shape and doing stuff and helping out young guys. Like it's kill, kill three birds with one stone. Forget about Apollo. Don't get rusty and help new talent. And now he can come back to Monday Night Raw and he'll just be regular Apollo Crews again. And no one will ask, hey, where's the spear? Hey, where's Commander Aziz? Mm. Hey, you know, where's the accent? Hey, some breaking news. The Equalizer's already up to season three. Mm. Still going strong. Interesting. With Queen Latifah as Robin McCall. Oh, fuck. Um, okay. So now let's uh almost done here with this uh this uh this list. And uh we have one that was very interesting, but not surprising. Indy Hartwell. Hmm. The NXT champion 
and we're going to mm-hmm. discuss a lot of her uh, later on. I, I don't. Maybe we'll get into her a bit later on uh, because she. You guys didn't watch NXT. She had to do something, and she came out wearing something. What am I talking about? Well, she Stay didn't look, tuned. She didn't look terrible. Let's put it this way. She looked actually kind of nice on NXT. Anyway, doesn't matter. Indy Hartwell, NXT champion, drafted to Monday Night Raw. Uh, Zoe Stark gets the finally gets the call. I, I think you and I both agree that she was ready to go, right? Yeah, sure. What do you think? What do you think is her ceiling? You think woman's champion? You think she'll get there? Zoe Stark, it could be, yeah, she could do whatever they want. If they need her to be the champion, it'll be fine. If they just want her to be somewhere in the middle, that's fine. She's she got to, she's got to stay a heel. I don't, I don't like her. I, you think she's going to, she'll be that baby face. You think they'll flip her or. I don't know, but she could do either one. I think. We'll know whether the WWE Universe actually watches NXT if they start the whole, oh, Zoe is angry chant. Yeah, exactly. That'll be great. All right, this this one surprised the shit out of me. Um, But I always saw him going to the main roster. And when I found out that he wasn't five foot three, it shocked me even more. Who am I talking about? J.D. McDonough. Uh, the Irish Ace, the Irish Ace. He's already trying to coin uh, Monday, Monday McDonough. He already tried. Um, very emotional, JD McDonough, as you saw. And by the way, um, you know, I went on Twitter and I was just like posting everywhere. Abaddon cutting her promo, uh, five thousand dollar fine for her. You know, just breaking character totally, like with the whole the, the whole gimmick on. She's like, yeah. So you know, I cried. I cried when I got the main event. I'm like, what the fuck? This demon monster speaks eloquently, ever so eloquently. Fucking dumb. And then you have all these NXT. And I don't even blame the kids like at NXT. I don't blame them. Like, only one person, well, two did it right. Only two did it right here. Everybody else is hugging each other and shit. And JD McDonough, brother, what do you think? What do you think his uh, his uh, ceiling is in the WWE? Hmm, that's a tough one. It is. I always thought I like him. A this lot. is a yeah. I always thought this is gonna be an NXT UK lifer, <laughs> and then they closed that down. So I didn't really think that far ahead, but. Um, well, he yeah, bu- he bugged me know. out. Um, he he says, twenty one years in the business, and uh, I'm gonna. Look How old him. is this fucker? That's what I'm gonna say right now. So right now, this kid is. Uh, it's gonna be what thirty two or something. <clears throat> He's born nineteen ninety. What does that make him? But I do not do math well. Thirty two or thirty three. I was spot on. Damn. <clears throat> so when did he start wrestling at twelve? I guess. Well, you know, you can it's like, it's like some of these people count their first time that they set foot in a building as their first day in the business. So if this kid was like sneaking in trying to roll around in the ring when he was 11 years old and they kept hey, get that kid out of the ring, then he still counts that as the start of his career probably. But yeah. 
You want to you want to see something funny? When you type in, I'm not going to show you, but when you type in JD McDonough, it says the the the, the top three searches. You ready? JD McDonough wife. JD McDonough dwarfism. Oh. JD McDonough head. And I kid you not. Followed by JD McDonough height. JD McDonough parents. Okay. That is interesting to say the least. We'll move on from, from old JD and we'll go to uh Hemigrams to the moon. Now I, I'm sure you've seen the pictures of Cameron Grimes. He's right. He's bulked up and leaned out. Mm-hmm. This guy, man, has really put in a lot of work, man, over many, many years uh, on TV. Uh, will this character get over? I think it can. Uh, a comedy act type thing. Uh, you can have a really great long career. You know this vet. Look at guys like R Truth and Santino Barrera. You know, right. um, I think he can do that. He can be that 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 comic relief uh, that puts together some really cool matches. And every once in a while, much like Santino and much like our truth gets that one run at a maybe major title, never winning. But what do you think, bro? Um. Well, again. You know, for the twentieth time, <laughs> we only got two more names, brother. We're yeah, Cam- Cameron Grimes. Look, Cameron I've, Grimes. Nev- I've never really, I've never really enjoyed this guy. I like him. I didn't enjoy, you know, Trevor Lee in Impact. Really? No. Fucking love him, the Carolina Caveman. Just, I've never, I never have. I never liked his matches. I've never liked his characters. <laughs> I've never liked his look. I've never liked anything about him. Cameron Grimes. But I see the Cameron Grimes character as the kind of shit that, you know, that entertains people that like bad comedy. So, you know, you you can, you can (laughs) hand him a lemon and perhaps you won't get good lemonade, but you can squeeze most of it into a glass and put a little sugar in it for you. Or you get some of that Arizona fake shit, the Arizona tea. No, even that would be better. Than what he's gonna give you, uh, but at least it's not a raw lemon. At least he tried to. At least he tried. I, I think that's basically, you know, his uh, level. Um, but the that's the question though, Ray is like, as a comedy goofball gimmick. I mean, I didn't really think he needed to change anything. He's got his hat. He's got his music. He's got his body hair. Whatever. But all of a sudden. Yeah, but all of a sudden now he's like jacked and lean and tan and all this other stuff. It's like, are they going to try to make him like he's some kind of a badass now and and switch the gimmick up? Oh. Because you don't need to be jacked and lean to do your comedy comedy gimmick. So that's what makes me wonder, like, is that also why he's been off of TV for so long? Because they want you to forget the hat and the, the music and the the goofiness? Like, are they trying to repackage... Cameron Grimes because the last thing I want to see if I want to see this guy at all is like the serious contender version of this guy look at him looking all mean right there it's like this that just he just kind of looks like he looks like James Drake right there this one right here right yeah he looks like the, the guy with the hair from the dyad 
See, do you want that Cameron Grimes or this Cameron Grimes? I like this Cameron Grimes. Maybe they're the same Cameron Grimes. I mean, he is still posing like like that, so no hat, but perhaps, well, you know, perhaps he will just, yeah, or that. Was that. Is that Jigglypuff? I don't know what this, this is. That is Gengar. I don't know what that is, bro. It's a ghost. Is that important? Is that like a strong guy? Is he uh He's a pretty popular design. To the moon. To the moon. So right. we'll see. I guess we shall see. All right. Um, all right. So we have uh, two more names here. And these are my two number one picks. So we have Grayson Waller. Oh, for the last time here on NXT. <sighs> Grayson Waller. Waller. Um, right. so in, Which so was in, not drafted on television. Just like. Oh, by the way, um, also Grayson Waller. Anyway, bye. Well, they did give him a, a feature on Twitter. <laughs> That's good. Um, so I don't know if you guys watched this. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. But everybody's fucking, uh, you know. Oh, he and matter of fact, he did get injured. Remember, I told you I thought he got injured on that flippity doo dah thing. That he does his stupid finisher that he needs to change. Oh, you're talking about the roll in the ring stunner? Yep, 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 yep. Um, he did get injured on that. Uh, he did get injured on that? He got injured on that. that okay, was, okay. That was, that was, I know he injured something. He did. Uh, but uh, I think I think he's fine. But why don't Do you we think go? that since they had these plans? Because I'm sure they didn't draft him the day of. I'm sure they knew who they wanted well in advance. And do you think this episode of NXT happened, the cursed episode we had last week? And they're just like, fuck. Why the hell would we want to draft a broke leg Indy Hartwell when Omos is just sitting there not being drafted? You know what I mean? I hear you. My, my, my only question is the hot chick coming with him with the shoe. I think she's she should be part of the package. I, I don't think she's eligible for drafting, so I think he can bring her as anywhere he wants. Let me um let me bring this up real quick. So Grayson Wall, everybody else crying and fucking. You had the two evil witches hugging and kissing the the. Uh, my fucking Christ! Uh, why don't we show you how Grayson Waller did it? Okay, let's go here. This is a uh, courtesy of WWE's uh, Twitter gimmick. Here we go. Can't hear it. I can't hear what he's saying, Ray. I don't know if you thought the audio's playing or what. You can't hear what he's saying? Seriously? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, well, give me the Cliff Notes version of it. You, you, you could have just told me that. Oh, no, I did it I wrong. did. All right, let's try it again. So I can't you, hear it. Tell me if you hear this. Ready? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I can hear it now. Now joined by the newest addition, the SmackDown roster, Grayson Waller. Grayson, what's going through your mind right now? You know, I'd love to come here and say, I can't believe it. I would love to tell you that I thought about this moment since I was a little kid, and I never thought I'd be here. Truth is, I'm not surprised! 
I was born to do this. What I am surprised about is the fact that it took this long for Raw or SmackDown to draft me. You got these people cheering me behind me like they're my friends. You think you got me here? I got me here. I'm a very dangerous man, Mackenzie. Any man more dangerous than that is Grayson Waller with a chip on his shoulder. And right now, I got the biggest chip that exists. We got to celebrate, right? And as an Australian, there's only one way to celebrate properly. That is disgusting. Cheers. And that's the Grayson Waller effect, baby. That's a celebration. Guys, back to you in the studio. Did he, have, did he have like a red shoe that he just like threw over his shoulder? Like I, I off think camera? He, I think he took that shit off his foot. I don't know. If it, so, um, how do you think he did this compared to the, everybody else who uh, fucking clapped and hugged each other and fingered each other? Like it was just too much. Yeah, I hate when they do that. I, I don't mind if they get everybody in a room, but they should all be in their own character. So Grayson did it the right way, no? Yeah, and anybody in the crowd should react the same. Like the baby faces should look at Grayson Waller and roll their eyes, and the right. heels should be kind of like, not not like super supportive, but like at least a little less annoyed than the baby faces. They should be right. like, yeah, 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 Grayson Waller. Yeah, I guess he is pretty. Yep, I guess it did take him a long time to draft him. Yep, yep, like that kind of stuff. Everybody should be what their characters should be. They shouldn't all be in unison together. Agree. Vet, I've been, I've been. Also, this- also, just a one minor thing on top of that. Yes, now, when you're watching Raw and SmackDown, right? Like Shawn Michaels is out there doing some of the draft portions, and like you know, Road Dog saying, "Oh, this is gonna break HBK's heart because we just drafted Indy Hartwell or something," and then Shawn Michaels is like upset. But in reality, shouldn't Shawn Michaels be the? Isn't this what your entire job is? Is to get him ready for this moment? Like, he's upset that Indy Hartwell got drafted off his show. What, is she Is she drawing huge houses? Is she like Hulk Hogan in the 80s? Like, for Sean, like, oh, my God, all my money. No, he's supposed to be happy for her that she got picked. He should be happier than anybody that Indy Hartwell got picked. But instead, right. he's acting like it's a blow to his company, which is kind of bizarre in the whole scheme of things. So... I've been I've been really putting over Grayson Waller for quite some time. Yeah, you have. It's getting kind of annoying. I'm glad it's over. It's not over. Oh. But anywho, um what do you think, bro? You think this guy has what it takes to make a big push? Oh my god. This is incredible. I'm sorry. I'm looking down Twitter. I got to show you this in a minute. Okay. But um <laughs> Fuck this. All right, Grayson Wallet, is he gonna is he gonna make it or not? Uh well now this answer is a little bit different than the other 25 answers. Because there's a thing that happens. I don't know what Grayson Waller is really like as a person. Right. As a good heel, there's a pretty good chance that he's a cool guy. Right. Um, some other people I've talked to that have known him, they maybe question how good of a guy he is. But they don't go and say that he's an asshole. They just, they wonder if he's just a good worker, right? Mm -hmm. So, in any case, when you're good at, when you're good at being a heel or an unlikable douchebag, sometimes 
the uh, WWE marks out for that, and they think that's how you really are. So if he comes in with the attitude, maybe they won't see through it, and maybe they'll think he thinks he's over, and maybe he'll kind of get buried because of that. So there could be politics working against him that will keep him from reaching his true potential. If all that is not the case, I think he's got as good of a chance at being the next all right, what's what's the tier below Seth Rollins? <laughs> he could be between Seth Rollins and Chad Gable. What How is about that? the tier be, below uh, Seth Rollins? Well, Todd Brantley says a poor man's Miz. I think the Miz is a poor man's Miz at this point. I think Grayson Waller can be uh, an, a man of average means is old Miz, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Bro. Vet, speaking of pretty funny, I got to show you this video that I didn't even know existed. So remember uh, how Pretty Deadly got. Did you see this? Pretty uh, Deadly. You talking about their draft pick? No, well, we're going to see oh. that real quick. But, be, but be, you know, they're dead, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they died. Aren't they? Are they? They died and they were, um, their bodies were disposed of, but not quite on camera. So, Vet, take a look okay. at this. This is. Fan, this is why we love these guys. You ready, guys? Here we go. You're all right. 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 We're all right. That's great. That's great. Oh my god, bro. This is what I love about Pretty Deadly, man. That was awesome. We go <laughs> we go over here, man. Oh, that was fucking great. We go over here, and I'm going to share this with you real quick, and this is pretty deadly. Getting drafted, doing it the right way, not like fucking uh, everybody else, you know, hugging and kissing. They did the Grayson Waller gimmick. Here we go. From NXT, Elton Prince and Kit Wilson, pretty deadly. Yes, boy! I'm jealous of Cole and Wade for this one. My favorite tag team in NXT, pretty deadly, will no doubt make an impact on Friday night. I knew you'd lose your mind over this one. Congratulations to Pretty Deadly. Well deserved. That's the scene at the NXT Performance Center celebrating several of their own joining the... That wasn't the one I wanted to see. They did one in character. Yeah, that was just a... Uh, they didn't have their shirts rolled up. Uh, who cares? But anyway... It, it was worth watching. Yeah, boy. Break that down, brother. I mean, you uh, spoke about it on Impact Attack. People that didn't watch that show. Um, hold on. Cough button. Um, tell, tell me, man. Like, how much money can these kids bring in? Mm, pretty much all the money, if they want. All of it. Every but, again... Bit. You know, it's going to be better if we have a focused tag team division. You know, it's right. going to be, it. they will, you know, we can't just have them be a comedy duo. 
because part of what makes them good is the fact that they will fuck you up in the ring they will fuck you up brother so if they just lean way too far into the comedy then all you have is maximum male models again and we don't need that should they feud should they have a feud maximum male models if they come in and kick the shit out of them right away or or, or like not 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 that they come in like you know, do what everybody does and like just randomly jump somebody backstage. I don't mean like that, but it, they should come in and they should kind of scoff at them yeah. to the point that Maximum Male Models gets pissed off. And like, you think you're just going to get like a couple of, you know, <laughs> effeminate people pawing at each other because the people probably haven't seen Pretty Deadly for the most part. People so when they turn up the violence, that. it's going to be kind of shocking for people to see that. I think that's what should pro- they they could, but you, you it would be too too big of a miss to just have them not acknowledge each other at all and just be existing on the shows. You know, it just you got to do something with it. For those that were listening on audio only, uh, Kit Wilson and Elton Prince were by the lake that they were allegedly tossed in, and uh, I forget who's who, but one of the guys was given the the the, the gimmick, the Heinrich gimmick, or whatever it is called. Uh, compressions and uh, they're okay for the last time on the next level wrestling review yes boy <laughs> oh, you can hit that button anytime you want oh man but it's not the same vet like I'm gonna have to legit watch Smackdown now oh great <sighs> hey what do you say we kick those guys off on Smack Attack, they review NXT and we do that show. <laughs> can we? <laughs> just follow we can. just follow pretty deadly around. Can we that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, th- I'm starting to think, brother. All right, man. So that was the list. That was your three count. Um, Vet, if you're gonna pick out of all eleven people, all eleven this is the this is the, the grandfather, who has the greatest potential out of all of them? Pretty deadly, of course. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, they have the best everything. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. I agree. I think Grayson Waller is right behind him, though. I think that kid's got uh, apparently. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was reading and hearing this as well that uh, Grayson Waller they really have they're really high up on the kid. They, they think the kid. I think he packs on a couple couple pounds of muscle. Um, he needs to stop doing that finisher. Um, I believe he hurt his leg when he. Not not that he hit the the rope, um, that jump into the ring, you know you can get hurt on anything, but you know the deal. Yeah, well, you know the thing is like, Grayson Waller is not a polished wrestler by any means. In fact, if you remember back to when he first came over and what we were talking about is just him being like floppy and weird all the time and having yeah. a boxing gimmick, but no footwork or, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're looking at him like this kid's athletic, but not an athlete. I don't know what he does, but none of it looks good. But the fact is it doesn't matter. It, it, none of that really is important as being a personality, you know, you, you know, as, as, uh, as Rip would say, sometimes you could teach a chimp to wrestle. So as long as he's got the other parts, he can polish up the wrestler. Well, ladies and gentlemen, all that being said, Vet, I'm going to have you take over because it is time for NXT.
gentlemen it is nxt which aired live on your television set or smartphone may 2nd 2023 ladies and gentlemen it is the farewell gimmick for nxt bunch of goodbyes to a bunch of people that we've been watching for the last couple of years it is nxt may 2nd 2023 and the main event of the evening is for the nxt women's tag team title and then talking so Bet, let's kick it off, brother, and let's see if we can get out of here by one. All right. Well, it's important to say right off the bat that in Carmelo's lyrics, it says, I'm the best here, but guess who wasn't here? Carmelo, because he was in a hospital. Because he yeah. got, put, he a got local medical it. facility. Yo, it, you know, this really irks me real quick. It's funny that you mentioned whenever somebody's hurt, what do you, if, if, if you see somebody get hit by a car, right? What do you, what do you yell? Oh damn! Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> or help, or call yeah. the police, call nine one one. Whenever somebody gets hurt here, they they say medical. You notice that? Yeah, medical. Yeah, they just say yeah, medical. If somebody's feeling saucy, they might say, "Get the trainer." All right, fellas, go. Okay, so uh, we get a we get a recap of the draft, which we all just did, you know, like we did that. But yeah. they had a video package, and we're kicking off with Wesley versus uh, Drew uh, Gulak. Yeah, I like this. And they each have a person in their corner: Tyler Bates with Wes, and Charlie Dempsey's with Drew. Um, they have a match. Uh, <laughs> Tyler Bates neutralizes Dempsey, mm-hmm. and uh, Wesley hits the literal flip to win the match. Ray, what'd you think of this match? great way to start the show uh i like these two guys um they have very good in ring chemistry and the whole time saying well wesley doesn't have i don't i've never seen wesley have a bad match like really um i just hate that he's so small man that kid i think he's so fucking talented and then drew gulak is fucking drew gulak um there there was there was something that stuck up to me and stuck out to me in the match that you know not every wrestler or every Every entertain whatever the fuck, whatever you call him, every wrestler in the ring, you know, little things I-, I look for. There was a part where Drew Gulak had pinned Wesley. I forgot what movie he hit. And then he made sure to I think I know in, what you're gonna say. Yes. To tuck in uh Wesley's arm because it was too close to the rope. Little fucking things. That right. that mwah. so what do you say? Chef I see this? yes, yeah. I see people do that kind of stuff all the time. Not that stuff. Yeah. But what I mean is, I see people leave somebody's arm or leg under the rope, and the referee will just count like, right. "Well, gotta count it." You you mentioned this again on Impact Attack. You know how how you know some people need to. Oh, it was a Brandon that, you know, it's, don't stop making the referee look bad. Like yeah, do yeah. your job. Like your job is to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that yeah, it's thing. not if it's not the finish anyway, then right. the ref needs to call that stuff out if he sees it. There were a lot of good spots in this match. Um, it was a it was a good uh, style versus style, where both styles were both effective, and then you had cheating, and then you had the guy protecting you know you from getting cheated on. It was it was just beautiful. This this was a good match. I I really enjoyed it, and I loved the. Uh, and we're gonna see a tag team match, obviously, you know. But um, at the end of the match, 
Uh, we get the, uh, you know, Wesley is holding his title and Tyler Bate, who helped him. He's a friend, but Tyler Bate. He, has, he, he looked at it. He looked at the belt. He's he looking at the belt. At Not mm. looking at, yeah. He's like, that's a nice looking belt. I think I want to get that in WWE shop. Mm-hmm. You know? Just, yeah. Three ninety nine. It's not the new big gold belt, but it's a nice belt. I like that belt actually. I don't know people. A lot of people are not fans of it. Yeah, I've always been a fan of a round plate. <clears throat> Wait, you mean the the North American Championship? Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, I th- that's see now that's like the only championship that kind of looks somewhat like a classic belt that they've brought out in like the past ten years. Yeah, it's one of my favorite belts, man. I, I never liked the sort of reddish brown strap on it, but I don't mind it too it's, much. It, yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. Like if you ever if you ever took a really uh like good look at the belt, it's a nice looking title. I think you and I agree that that round plate, something about a round plate. Maybe it's because you think of a world champion, yeah. and then you think, well, the world is round. I know? guess. Even if you believe it's flat, it's still round shaped. So yeah, it's a good looking belt, man. It's it's when I, I told my wife when I moved to Florida, I want to get <clears throat> like shelving behind me instead of having like the virtual thing. And I want to start because I had a whole bunch of titles and I g- just gave them all away. Mm-hmm. I want to start recollecting them and I'm not going to get like the expensive ones. You know how they have the. uh, uh What is it called? They have the real replicas and then they have the uh, not the toys, but they're they're. The actual mold, but they're made out of a lesser material. Yeah, uh-huh. I forgot what they're called, but they're like a hundred fifty bucks instead of paying for three hundred dollars for, and it's made with the same strap. But <laughs> yeah, but if you're display. gonna pay, if you're gonna pay that much for a fake belt, you might as well pay the whole thing and get the real replica. I'm not gonna, no, but I'm not gonna be walking around with it. It's just gonna be on my wall. So I'm well, gonna yeah, have. But them. but you'll know, and you'll yeah, feel cheap. You'll feel like a, a cheap whore. I don't give a yeah. shit. All right. Well, anyway, um, you shouldn't give a shit about collecting belts anyway. So uh, we get a, a, a sort of a recap of the situation with uh, uh, Braun and Mello, and Trick is walking, and then we get. Uh, this is a fact right here, by the way. Yeah, he was going to give me his NWA belt. He just said no. <laughs> oh. Kidding. Okay. It's true. Right. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. Yes, uh, I am willing to defend that title. Is this like the uh, Bill Apter Office Championship? The Cow Championship. The Corner Office Wrestling Championship, yes. Okay. Um, well, here's a couple of champs for you. The Witches. Mm. And they got a Ouija board from Parker Brothers. Ouija <laughs> board. Yeah. Uh, they say they're going to leave NXT in darkness. Mm. And they start... When the lights went out, I was like, "There are they playing with each other?" They were like, they were really happy and giggly. Yeah, I'd probably. watch. I'd watch. Yeah, sure. Just... Um, all right. So Trick makes his way to the ring, and then uh, he's interrupted by uh, Junior there, who, as we discussed, was not drafted. Not drafted. Even though everybody was telling us, Ray, in, in, including you, were telling. I thought he was gone. Every time he had a title defense, you were like, this is it. He's dropping it and going up. And yet here he is. Well, that's what happens when your father starts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mouthing off saying trans shit. Yep. Anti-trans shit. I think that's what it is, bro. I think he's... 
unfortunately, uh, he's paying for the sins of, of his father. And I'm even serious. though his last name appears to be Breaker, so I <laughs> no, well, really don't see what all the fuss is about. I mean, his real name is Steiner. I see. Steiner. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Bro. All right. So anyway, yeah. So next week they're gonna have a match. Mm. Okay. Um, question: When when Tr- when Trick Williams walked into that ring, do you see what I see now? No, I mean, see- well, I I don't see anything different than I've ever seen. So. I see a fucking huge star in the making. Well, he didn't look like a star here in terms of what he did because this was the least comfortable I've ever seen him in a verbal situation. He he did seem like off. Like this is his moment and. Yeah, don't get out promoted by the Steiner kid. <laughs> like, I don't think he got out promoted. I just think he. But he, he didn't definitely win. He was nervous. <laughs> it was, was like nervous. a tie. <laughs> uh, he, was, he was definitely nervous, brother. Yeah. So yeah, in, in any case, um, <clears throat> but yeah, we'll see what's what next week. But yeah, it's a good it's a good chance to have like a focus on Trick because. He's even when he's had singles matches. There's always that, you know, the sidekick shadow hanging over him. So, sure, get a chance to see, you know, what he's like with a quote-unquote main event player. Um, depending on the story they tell, it could be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, Elizabeth, I believe that is the reason for the heel turn. His dad, the Steiner. Yeah, no, it's just like, no, I, I'm sure that in their infinite wisdom, the <laughs> WWE was like, no, nah, I think he should wrestle everybody in NXT one more time. <laughs> just, just do another, just do another cycle. It's a shoot, right? Like, like you, you agree with me, right? Like he's, he probably should have been called up. And because this should happen at WrestleMania that I look at, I don't, here's the thing. You want me to be, this is what I truthfully think. Okay. I don't know what you're going to do with Braun if you call him up however there's nothing left for him there's nothing left for him to do in nxt either why didn't you have him why don't you have him the young face of the wwe why didn't they have him win that new gold belt that would have worked for me then you would be in the same situation they were in nxt where the fans turn on him because he's got too much too soon and they didn't get a chance to get behind him you don't give a fuck bro well, I mean, you could make him a heel, I guess, but I, I don't know. Strawberry chapstick is good. Oh, is it? All right. Don't eat it. Just, it's delicious. Just apply it. Just apply it. It's not for eating. It's not like a push pop. Remember push pops? Huh? Like they were always orange. For some Remember reason? the commercial? Don't push me. Push a push pop. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Yeah. Uh, That's when yeah. bullying was acceptable. Yeah, it never happens anymore. You know, I asked except when except when you're at a convention and you have a kid that's in the business and he's about to get called up for the WWE and then uh, then then it happens. But any other time, never. It's so funny because I asked Aiden. I was like, Aiden, do you deal with bullies or do you have? He's like, what? (laughs) I don't know if those are that's really a thing anymore. Bullying. Oh, it's a thing. 
You think it's so? Absolutely a thing. I mean, yeah. you do it with me all the time. You always bully yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Even if it was just me, that means it's still a thing. But there's actually lots of other people too. My wife bullies me. No, she doesn't. Yeah, maybe sometimes. Maybe sometimes. a little. A little bit sometimes. It's not not too bad. You can deal with it. She's a very strong woman. I love her. Is that right, honey? Is that what I'm supposed to say? Okay. She's literally right here behind the curtain the entire show. Okay. Um, well, you know who else is behind the curtain is Mackenzie Mitchell. Mackenzie. See how Second. I did there? I was talking about the curtain. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a backstage interviewer. So there you go. Uh, and she's with uh, J.D. McDonough. Monday Night McDonough. The number one starter. Why are you talking like 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 Shredder? That was Booker. Oh. You did not get it? Yeah. I will work on it. Booker said it. He said that. Um Sugar Ducky Quagwag. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're having a little chat. <clears throat> and then Noam Dar comes in with his uh with his heritage cup. <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh and uh This is why you got to watch on video, guys. Channelattitude.com. Um, anyway, uh, Noam Dar wants J.D. McDonough to do what he does and cripple Dragon Lee. That's basically what the gist of this whole interaction yeah. was. He's like, could you do one of those things where you just like pop his patella off or whatever? Because uh, I don't want him to steal my cup. Right. I didn't know the cup was on the line at any point in time that Dragon Lee could take it from him. But apparently he's very, very paranoid about his cup. It's a nice cup. It is. It's the size of a small fridge, as you said. Um, shiny. Yeah. Uh, it's way better than that new World Heavyweight Championship. They uh, brought out. It's got lines on it, just like the new World Heavyweight title. Well, these ones are better, though, because they're on a oh. cup. Oh. Got it. Lines on a cup, over? Yeah. Nikita yep. lines on a cup, over? Mm-hmm. Where is she? Is she alive? She was there, she right? Was in the, she was in there clapping for Pretty Deadly and all them. <laughs> Bro, I tell you, brother. I tell you, brother. Talking like Taz. Nikita Lyons is one of the biggest. Um, like they fucked her up quick. Remember when when she was like so hot? She she wrestled two matches and no no hold on and then like people tuned in the next week just to watch her. Like she was, and they they just took her off TV for like two weeks for no reason. She wasn't hurt, and they just cooled her down, and then it was never the same that she got fat. It's so weird. It's just all the effort they put in, which was terrible, by the way. Like those those stories about her, like her mom being a groupie and like what? Like what was, was that? Whore. Yeah, yeah. What was that supposed to do for us as fans? Like she's like, my mom sucked a mean dick, so I became a wrestler. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh? So I'm a kickboxer. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do Taibo because my mom got on a tour bus. Like. <laughs> Bang huh? my dad, bang my dad and his band. I, I guess I'm gonna buy merch from you then. I, I don't know. Like, what is this supposed to really? I don't know. We the, the WWE is having a real hard time striking the right chord with fans. I think. Uh, I really do. Um, but uh, anyway, let's move on to Gigi. <laughs> Speaking of striking a right chord, she definitely struck a chord when she got on the headset last week. It was uh, that chord that only dogs can hear, I think. But unfortunately, I heard it, so that can't be right. Um, 
yeah. Uh, so she 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 enters for the match, um, and her brother's in the front row. You know that brother that they were talking about. Uh, got, that, I thought it was Dewey Foley, bro. Was it? I don't know. Yeah, it's somebody's somebody's that guy, brother. That guy is fucking worthless. Whoever who they paid to play be her brother. Yeah, ah, it's worthless. It's not not good. I'm. I'll be honest with you, vet. Uh, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane together, money. Gigi Dolan and JC Jane not together, uh, boring. Mm. To me, I don't know if you guys are still fans of Gigi. I, th- I feel like she's. I agree, Ben. I think Gigi sucks. She's very slow. Um, there's and deliberate. Yeah, there's one thing said. about Gigi Dolan that anybody wants to see, and anybody can see that. You agree with this uh, comment by Elizabeth? Uh, I will read Elizabeth's comment. Yes, sir. The WWE can't write a woman's character if they had to. Instead, they play to the worst stereotypes of chicks and wonder why women don't want to watch wrestling. It's why I rarely watch women's matches. Yes. That is huh. my one-word agreement. I don't... I, You know, Elizabeth, I don't disagree. It's kind of like... like It's like they do a, a parody of what a woman should be. Does that make sense? Of what they think a woman is. Does that make sense? Well, yes, which is a, which is entirely what that that's what I that's what I keep saying about. What happened? Nothing. Okay, keep going. Channelattitude.com. Um. <laughs> this is entirely what it's I was woman saying. face. <clears throat> when I oh. originally was started calling, uh. JC Jane, Reptilian Britt Baker. <laughs> one of my okay. By, by the way, one of the best you ever come up with. It is because, like, the way she would come out in, during Toxic Attraction especially, she still does it, like, a tiny bit, like, in her solo entrances and stuff, sure. but the the way she would, like, the only word I can use to describe her, the what she did with her body was undulating. Like, she, she looks like some kind of a serpent moving back and forth, and it... It remind like the way they would act, <laughs> the way they would act when they're coming out there trying to like you know with the whole toxic attraction package, right? With Mandy in the middle and them two on the sides, it's like Gigi's there with the rose, like eh, I got a rose in my mouth, and yeah. Reptilian Bird Baker's like eh, man, I got a tongue, you know, I'm yeah. a, I'm a reptile, yeah, yeah. So it's like, are they being told how to be sexy by crusty white men like Terry yes. Taylor and yes. Sean Mike? Like, I'm a sexy boy. I know what you guys need to do. So this which this is how you move. The maybe. answer is the answer is always penis. Right. So yeah, they're they're even down to that level. You've got I, I can I can I can bet Vince McMahon acted out the entire triple toxic attraction entrance himself to show them how he wanted it. You think so? Can you? Would you disagree with that? Do you, do you? Could you see that happening? I can. Because the timeline fits of when, you know, that gimmick kind of was going on and him taking over NXT or whatever. Like, you could see him like going down there and giving him coaching on how to be sexy during their entrance. To me, this feud is honestly like hot garbage, dude. channelattitude.com 
Uh, so yeah, I, I, I didn't enjoy this at all. I honestly, it, it, it didn't. Um, okay, well, we're not even there yet. We were just talking about the damn entrance hugging her oh, brother. Then we get what? a Danny Palmer TikTok sizzle reel, Ooh. which there was a lot of butt in it. If you noticed, a lot of butt. Is TikTok? I, let's see. I've never been on TikTok really. Mm-hmm. Ray, you have. Mm-hmm. Um, is TikTok as much about butts as Instagram is, oh. or would you say it's less the oh. same? You know, more, I guess it depends on who you follow. I follow a lot of uh, humorous, like I, I like to follow people that are like creative. Mm-hmm. Um, now, on my timeline, since I follow a certain type of people, I'll get certain type of videos. I guess it's like Instagram. If you like, if you're always following big booty bitches, then big booty bitches are going to pop up in your timeline. I think uh, they will pop up even if you don't sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though. It's funny that you say that because... <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm I jump on Instagram. My wife's next to me in bed, and as soon as I click on Instagram, some bitch is like twerking with her cheeks. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, and I scroll up. She goes, "Why'd you? What was? Do you follow that account?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> swear to God, I no, don't." No, because Instagram has mixed in suggested with your regular follows, where it used to be like you would you would follow a group of accounts and you would scroll through them and see all the updates, and then when you get to the you know, when you got caught up, then they would show you suggested posts. Right. Now they suggest shit every other post. So you cannot just look at the stuff you follow anymore. No. It's such a trash app. Yeah, but what do you good. expect? Nothing See, gets good. I, I, can I be honest? I, I know people say that that social media. I, I find, I personally find TikTok less toxic than TikTok's Instagram. A- it's not toxic. I don't think it's toxic. Tick non-toxic? You know. I like TikTok. It's okay. Ray's back on TikTok, everybody. So follow him at Big Ray Hernandez. Um, let's get him up to uh, how many followers are you trying to get? Ten thousand? I'm still no. I'm still just trying to get to a thousand. I only have... oh one thousand. Yeah, let's get Ray up to a thousand. All I have. Let me see how many I have right now. That's that's a good question. Hold on. Let me see. They have a. Hogan. Oh, I don't, that was terrible. Um, I have a Hogan family commercial. I have nine hundred nine followers, but I don't post every day. Yeah, you could easily get a thousand. <clears throat> All right, so JC enters, and we finally have this match. It's GG versus JC. Um, R- RBB wins. Uh, she's bloody, and she continues the beating after, and nobody helps. Why would she, just, they? she just kicks the shit out of GG in front of her brother, and and the brother's just standing there, like, oh. Oh, what's going on? Oh my God, I'm so fucking bored. That's what makes me think it might have been her shoot brother because he's so, well. Because, yeah, he, he had the acting skills of, like, a real person that doesn't know what to do in that situation where they right. probably told him, hey, don't do too much. <laughs> like, I, I would have been, like, screaming, like, hitting the fucking thing. Like, do yeah. something, you know? Someone calling people out and or, or yeah. like, I would borrow, like... Jump the rail thing. and let the security and refs put you back. Like, something, dude. Something. Anything. He did nothing. Or maybe he's just letting it happen because she left him, abandoned him in that house. See, I believe that more. <laughs> okay. All right, well, anyway, we all agree this sucks. There's really no point in saying it. Hopefully it's over, but somehow I think there will be a rubber match, uh, and it won't be as sexy as I make that sound. Not as Um, sexy as April Hunter flexing her boobies. The A-show. Good. Axiom versus Scripts. The legendary 
you know, the superhero and the supervillain finally clash mm-hmm. in a battle of titans. And the baby um, face goes over like a heel. Yeah. Well, no. 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 But I'll tell you this this is what this is what I'll, I'll explain what happened. The match doesn't really matter, although I will point out the fact that um there was a part where Reggie was kind of calling stuff and he he you know, Axiom, what he he didn't duck on a duck one, if you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, so, so he was supposed to duck, and he got hit right in the fucking mouth with a clothesline. Yeah. So he's like, line. yeah, well, okay, well, let's try again. So that's exactly. But I don't know why. I don't know why Reggie would be calling any point in this match. <laughs> Axiom is much more seasoned, experienced, and skilled. So I, I, maybe, yeah, I don't know. That's maybe he was problem. just maybe he was just being nice, like oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what, Reggie, a really nice guy. I'll, yeah. I'll just, I won't, I won't take this thing over. But anyway, yeah, they have their match and they do do some athletic stuff. Um, you know, like when Scripps flips off the desk to to <clears throat> attack cool. him, and yeah, was, you know, we know he can do those kind of cool things. He's a Cirque du Soleil performer, for God's sake. So, right. we know he can do that. Um, and he's coming along with the wrestling or whatever. But it, it, this was just, you know. It was what it was, which wasn't much. It wasn't long. And then after the match, um, yeah, he like, Axiom is going to leave. And then he, you know, he's like, kind of as a, you know what? I should just be the better man and shake this guy's hand. Right, right. And he goes for it and Scripps tries to pull a fast one. So he takes him out. And then he's like, no, fuck you. I'm taking this mask off. And then they rip the mask off. But then, so your payoff is nothing because right. they don't acknowledge that this is Reggie. Booker T does say, you know who that is, right, Vic? But he does not, they do not say it. They just, eh, they ripped Why? the guy's mask off. They, they they had a masked wrestler. They ripped his mask off. But it's time to go, it's time to go to Big Daddy's bar for the country reunion. So Why did they we do don't that? have time to talk about who this guy is. You know, who just got unmasked, why they got unmasked. We don't have time for any of that. That's typical NXT formatting, but I don't know why they did that at all. Like I'm waiting for the big Ray Mysterio close up. Remember when he got unmasked on WCW? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. All right. So what do we know? Uh we know uh that it's time to uh go to the Big Daddy's bar, like I said. I won't go. Um, no, we got to go. And when you go down to Florida, you're going to go. No. You're going to go to Big Daddy's Bar, and you're going to drink with your girl Fallon. I'll drink with Vito. And Fallon. And Vito. Yeah, and Vito, but this still guy, Fallon. This guy has a lot of plans for me when I go to Florida. Okay, well, make sure to sneak Big Daddy's Bar into his list. Uh, so anyway... Um, you know, Brooks uh, does end up giving some real estate advice to Fallon. And then some ladies come up and ask him if he'd like, if they could get him a drink. And he's like, no, thanks. What a queer. <laughs> two of them. Two, two of ladies. Them. Two attractive two ladies. women. Yeah. Well. No, no, I'd rather hang out with my brother and my, and my lesbian friend. No. You had. Let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me yeah. shut up because that is just dumb. Oh, well, looks like he, he, he's just had his heart broken. You know, I he can't be drinking with random hussies. I don't give a shit. 
those are two fine women coming up to you in a bar that you own pretty much. Why am I talking like this? Because and she's like, she, oh, look. this is Josh Briggs now. Josh Briggs has joined the show. <laughs> yeah, Josh Briggs. And she's like, um, Fallon Henry's like, look like our little brother growing up. <laughs> yes, boy. So, yeah, so you're not into this, huh? No, it was stupid. I would have okay. been like, oh, yep. <laughs> okay. All right, Dragon Lee comes out for the match, and then we go to break, and then we get uh, JD come out for the match, and then we get the match. Um, JD almost broke his neck on a monkey flip. <laughs> so I'm oh, surprised. Oh, because because why would you? Because why would you not almost get injured or get injured when you're about to get called oh, up? I right. The same thing. The fucking kid. If anybody understands, uh, AJ Styles used to do it incredibly, but that's fucking AJ Styles. Would you say he did it phenomenally? Phenomenally, yes, yes. He would, you know, get flipped, but he would, like, kind of Superman out and then mm -hmm. tuck at the last moment. Yeah. But AJ Styles was AJ Styles. This fucking idiot with his giant fucking dwarf head. Lucky he's got that big ass head. Well, it's not that. It's not that he can't do it. But I wonder, did Dragon Lee give him like a little bit more push than he was expecting? I don't know, dude. Because you're not really awkward. supposed to push the guy if you're doing a monkey flip. Yeah, the guy, right? You, no, you can put. Uh, okay, well, business. okay, well, like this. If, if you're if you're in the corner doing yeah, a monkey why, flip, why are you doing that? I'm gonna hook hook myself. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ah. Uh, hey, look! I just needed to explain to the people, right? I'm fish hooking myself. Stop uh, it. No one understands this. Ah. Uh, uh, were you excited? Me, by the way. Were you excited to learn these things? Oh, you already knew. No, it. my father used to do it to me when I was a kid. Yeah. He used to do this one. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He didn't do he didn't just go like this and just no. stick his fingers all in your shit like No, my, my father actually pressed this. Ah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's how it's done. Uh, but anyway, yeah, hey, if you're doing a monkey fun. flip. If you're doing a monkey flip from the corner, then that means you've got all the way to the other corner to flip, so it's plenty of room, <sighs> and the guy kind of needs to push you off a little bit to help you usually. But when you're doing a spot where you're just laying down in the middle of the ring and they're coming off the ropes and you stick your feet up, yeah, the guy can uh, the guy can take his own bump, kind of. Yeah, and JD shot across the ring and almost died. But he didn't. Um, and Noam Dar comes out there with his cup, and he's like, <laughs> carrying on a conversation with it which is pretty good um and then he tries to get involved uh and he does cause lee just enough distraction to meet the devil inside and oh they fucked that one up too yeah i don't think dragon lee was familiar with this maneuver <laughs> so they had to do it a couple of times but um but yeah and then after after uh, JD picks up the win, then uh, Dragon Lee goes after Noam Dar. So what about that spot? Was it was it that he tried to kill himself uh, uh, on the apron? Mm, I forget. Didn't they do an apron spot? They probably did. I probably just forgot. Where JD almost? Yeah. Hold on. You know what? I think I have it here. I do have it here. Well, while you're getting that ready, Todd Brantley says he should know how to take it, referring to the monkey flip. He's a 20-plus year vet, right? Yeah. This is another but, dangerous But Dragon game. Lee is not... It, like I, That's why I was asking. I, I only watched it once, 
So I didn't really look and see if Dragon Lee actually kicked him off too hard, but all right. So here we got a little chop action. This this this, this shit. This guy's about to get called up to Monday Night Raw after 21 years in the business, and then and then they want to do some shit on the fucking apron. Is this the one where you guys? Yeah, this is it right here. This is just fucking stupid. Right here. Oh come on! Why would you do that? And he landed. Is it? What did he do wrong there? Mm, well, let's watch it again. Yeah, didn't oh, he land? Not it. He yeah, this no, is it. it. He he landed. Look at the way he landed. He landed like on his hip. He could have broke his fucking hip. Yeah, there's no good way to do it. I guess. Uh, for what it's worth, he put Dragon Lee down about as safely as he could have. But he, yeah, but he didn't take care of himself. I don't know. I don't know. You have to ask his ass how it feels right now. I, I'm sure I don't his know. fucking hip is sore as fuck. Yeah. Well, it's also bad to come straight down because then your coccyx is fractured and you don't want that either. So you tend to favor like one side or the other. He Same thing like when the way, ball. you know, you know, Ric Flair always used to take those backdrops and cheat to one side because of the, right. the airplane crash. Right. So, he used to do like a side flip. Yeah. All of, all of his bumps, really. Now, um, yeah, after the yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I don't know, but all these people getting called up, either hurt or trying to get hurt. Um. So, yeah. Anyway, that's that. K sounds hug each other. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, Gacy is backstage with the schism, who, and there he says the he'll, JD McDonough and Dragon I I wrap that. You just never pay attention when I'm talking. That's the thing. Because I'm I'm monitoring everything and doing other stuff. Yeah. Well, you could still listen when I'm. I try. I try to do three things at once. Yeah. Finish that match, and you don't. Did you have more to say about it? No. Oh. So Joe Gacy says he'll endure the pain and punishment for the collective good, and I was like, what? Does that mean you're going to continue to watch Gallus matches on a tablet? Because that's a lot of pain and punishment right there. I'd rather have the match, actually. I'd rather be in the ring with Gallus than watch any of their matches. I'd rather let those guys hit me and possibly me get a chance to hit them than watch their matches. That's how bad and boring Gallus is. Uh, I just want the diet to take the I want the diet to take the belts off these guys so we don't have to watch them weekly. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for the crazies. They might. Because they asked for their release, so you might reward them with a championship. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Um, I, I really legitimately am rooting for the crazy uh, cult uh, gimmick so that I don't have to watch these guys. You're right, bro. These guys, Gall- you know you know what's crazy? The Gallus, they aren't bad. They're just, uh, I don't know, something yeah. about them that I just can't get into. Yeah. But funny thing, and I don't anybody in the U.K. here, but for some reason, people in the UK fucking love Gallus. I don't know. I asked uh, James McIver on the Smack Attack, and he was pretty noncommittal about it. James McIver? Yeah. He was on the Smack Attack this week? No, no. Back when he was. Oh, I miss him. I One time I did a run in their show just to ask him that. Oh, okay. And it, You know, because once we start having to deal with Gallus, I wanted to be like, you know what? We can't be the only people that think this. So I went on the Smack Attack and said... Hey, you're Scottish. These guys are the most boring things ever, right? 
And he tried to be nice about it, but I could tell from his response that he agreed. And for those who don't know, James MacGyver is the former co-host mm-hmm. of the Smack Attack, which I I gotta be honest, I loved him with uh, what's this kid, uh, the other British kid, um, uh, Wheelchair Jones. What's his name? Uh, Athers. Athers. Oh my God, those guys were great together. Well, and I missed, maybe I, one day, guys. Maybe I one MacGyver day. blinking in the camera. Right. Because of his yeah. dry eyes. Yeah. I'll try eyes. I've got dry um, eyes. All right. Well, enough of that. Enough reminiscing. Because uh, we got we to gotta reminisce about this. Uh, the times, all the times that people got attacked in the NXT parking lot, such as Nikita Lyons and uh, Wendy Chu and Sol Ruka. Um, and so they're doing, they're showing like a montage, not even just a montage, they just show them back to back to back of these women, you know, the aftermath of these women being attacked, right? And uh, there's a social media crawl on the side where you're seeing like all these like comments and stuff, tweets or whatever, right? So I watched this twice. Why? Because... When I went to resume watching NXT at lunch, I had to skip through ah. the parts I'd already seen, and I ended up seeing this, and I was like, wait a second. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the actual, some of the actual tweets and stuff that were on there. One of the tweets was from the NXT Anonymous account. Ah. And it said, still trying to find out who this is. Even though the third thing of Saul Ruka getting attacked, the person walks right in front of nxt anonymous and they put their phone down so you can't see who it is right so continuity error guys i caught you you thought nobody was watching and guess what they weren't nobody but I was but i was set the bet said me um all right now we get gacy versus coffee um diamond mines watching in the picture and picture there you can see them they've got a vested interest in this mm-hmm. um and then uh Ava, I put, I wrote down Ava Guerrero, um, cause she does the thing where she pretends she got punched and, uh, they're like, no, I didn't. And then Joe Gacy hits the upside down and, uh, beats Joe coffee. So, and then for some reason, um, yeah, Ivy, they show Ivy Nile backstage. She's like, I hate Ava always getting involved. Right. It's like, yeah, but she got involved to beat gallus who are also heels and did so you expect her to come out ivy yeah she never came out she just ran somewhere yeah she just ran somewhere then she never came out i guess she got lost in that huge backstage area i guess so don't we all i mean, maybe you'll have to see when you move down there and they let you mm-hmm. backstage because you're a you have credentials i'll get back there you got all your uh, video issues sorted up? Okay. I'm, I'm working on it. Danny Palmer is stretching. And by stretching, I mean she's kind of doing the thing from Bloodsport across the two chairs, but the other way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not the sideways way, the other way. Yes, the other way. And then uh, Hank and Tank show up, and they, they pledge their support to their buddy, Danny Palmer, because they're all mm-hmm. friends and we all knew that all along. Um, and maybe, maybe Obafemi is also going to show his support. He didn't really answer when uh tank asked him, Hey, you gonna, 
going to support Danny Palmer? And he just kind of walked past, and then he kept walking, so he looked like he might have been going to watch the match. We we don't know for sure. But what so. did he say? He was like, just kept going? I don't even know if he made a noise at all. But if he was making a noise, I think it would have been something like what you did. Okay, so then somebody's pretending like they're interviewing Eddie Thorpe, and then uh, he's sitting on the ring, and then um, who walks into the frame? It is our friend, David Kemp. He says, hey, kid, I need you to do me a favor. I'm into recycling. I need you to get this bottle and recycle it because you're a kid. Kemp, my brother. I have a brother. His last name's not Kemp. No. Oh, boy. Um, Damon Kemp is my favorite. Yeah. He's become so fucking great. I love him. I really do. Yeah. You, you probably think I'm joking around. No. this He plays that dickhead role perfectly. Mm-hmm. He's only been in the business, what, two years? If that. Yeah, you listen, kid. You're new yeah. to the business. All right? All right, Tonto. Well, whether (laughs) I wish he said that That he did not, he did not. Um, All right, little feather. But the thing is, they sort of like as you hear the choppers overhead. um, Mm -hmm, Just another mission being carried out. We may have to capture another championship belt. So has been leaving or coming? Uh, That's not him. What's the other guy? This is no. This is just. That Blaze Haram, you jerk job. You know, West Coast installation has many comers and goers. I don't I don't want to ask any questions. Yeah, it's better for everyone if nobody knows. Just keep it moving. The point is, Eddie Thorpe, oh. here what they're doing, whether it's Damon Kemp that's acknowledging this himself or whether it's the office telling him, you know, we got to do this. Uh, this is more like in reference to his New Japan stuff because they're talking about being a young boy and pick up my trash for me and that's what you do, right? Like, so it, it's it's that sort of young lion dojo treatment. Right. They're referencing that in this. Uh, so does that mean we're gonna move away from the you know reservation DJ gimmick or? I would hope so. I mean, it's cool if he leans into his Native American, and it doesn't even have to be a stereotypical Native American gimmick, but the DJ, I don't know where that came from. How many many, uh, Apaches do you know that could spin a record and mix? I don't know any, but it's the same... You know, the amount of Apaches I know that can spin a record is the same amount of Apaches I know, so perhaps they all spin records. You think so? I wouldn't be the authority on that. Uh, But I will tell you this. The next match was the debut of Danny Palmer versus Paxum Tately, a.k.a. Cake War. Tell you what, brother. Um... Well, first, before we even get that, I, I need Danny. Uh, what's this guy's name? The, the guy Thorpe? I got to hear this. Coming to the ring, DJ Thorpe. You think that'd be too much? 
a little bit. Can you do the hi, 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 hi? I cannot. He looks good. Have you seen him recently? Tataka? Yeah. No. Well, there. Great. So, Danny Palmer uh, versus Tatum Paxley. Um, first thing that popped into my mind during this match, she's a star. She's good. I like that girl. I'm talking about Danny Palmer. Mm. Um, wow, she moved, she's really like her. She she goes from one move to another to another to another, kind of seamlessly. I don't know how long she's been wrestling. Do you know? Mm. Wow, I got. Let me see who trained her and shit. While while you break this down, I have nothing to break down. Shit! Come on, Ed, fuck you. I was I was transfixed. There was a lot. Of, there was a lot of jiggly parts. She's hot, right? That's another thing, too, brother. I was more looking at Paxum, but I mean, no, Danny yeah, Palmer is a good-looking woman, brother. Yeah, I just you know, they they had a women's match, not a particularly great one, but let's say it was better than Saul Ruka's debut. She only been wrestling a year. Yeah, I don't recall her from. Oh, look, if if that whole thing about her being friends with Saul is a shoot. Saul ain't been wrestling long either, and she and she's only she's only been tra- she's only been trained by the WWE Performance Center. Yeah, she must have been one of these athletes that just got just got. Oh, that kid! She's, invited she's to gonna, a tryout, and she's twenty five. Let me see. She was twenty five. Uh, Danny Palmer Warrior. Yeah, that's it, dude. All right. Well, there you go. She started. Listen, she started wrestling. September, tw- September, September twenty fourth of twenty twenty two. Now that you got that info, what what do you think? Yeah, it looks like it. Less than a year. Yep. I'm impressed though, bro. Well, she's got. She seems to have a little bit of aptitude, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she's been like a wrestling fan her whole life, or someone just told her she's athletic, so she should try out. Not sure. Total package. But it was a very good match to watch. I just don't think that... <laughs> yes. I just don't <laughs> think, like... Like, Paxum hasn't been wrestling that long either. So, for her to be in this role, like, I don't know why they would choose to put these two together. I guess it's just because they're like, well, it doesn't matter. You both are just going to memorize this whole match anyway, so just go out and execute it. I guess that's fine. What do you think of a finish? What do you think that's for a frog splash? It's all right. For some reason, I feel like she could do something even more impressive than that. So I was surprised to see it was a simple frog splash. I but she got her, some good man. height on it. Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, not much to say. So we're already over the two-hour mark. Fuck. Let's move along. Duke University. Mm. Sounds <laughs> familiar. That was that. Was, that actually made me laugh. It's got yeah. a ring to it. Yeah. No more pop quizzes. So what we're doing here is we're going to have the cool substitute teacher gimmick, and then he's going to turn the students against Andre Chase. If only. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Well, none of these guys got drafted, so... 
All right. The K-Sounds and the Witches both walk. They're on their way to the ring. Okay. Now, here's the part where I wish we had um, <laughs> sped through more of the show faster. Right. Yeah. Because we could end up talking about this for a while, too. Mm-hmm. All right. I, the way I wrote it down was a trip down memory lane goes dark for... Real dark. For Stone and Wagner. So, they basically... What, what it is, is these guys... It's it's Robert Stone and Von Wagner sitting on a couch, you know, perhaps adjacent to the NXT kitchen, and they have a photo album, right? And this is kind of playing off of what, you know, Von did about saying, like, my dad was a Beverly brother, and that's why I wanted to be a WWE wrestler. And, um, like, uh, what? He, and he said he's going to open up. Right, like he's gonna start opening up. That that's he's ready to open up. Right. So he's looking through this. So he's looking through the book, and Robert Stone's looking at the pictures or whatever, and they're talking. And then uh, he's like, he he gets to this. He they you know he keeps flipping the pages, and there's these baby pictures in there, kind of that we see for a second. And then Vaughn's like, I don't want to talk about this or whatever. And he's like, so now he's not ready to open up. Right. So he walks out basically on robert stone and robert stone just kind of left there and then they show the picture and one of the pictures is this infant presumably uh von wagner with this hideous cranial scar like like a brain cancer like a brain cancer scar yes it's huge um so this is the thing like we do all this corny cartoony shit we had the big daddy's bar and all this bullshit right mm-hmm. oh now you want to do this thing now if this, assuming that this is legit which i i don't know why you'd pull this out of nowhere if it's not legit but like now it's taken like this whole thing has been so silly up to this point with the jerry Maguire ripoffs and everything and now you're bringing in something that's very real. Like, it looks very real. I don't know how you felt when you saw that picture, Ray. But, I'm uh, comfortable. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Uh, let me see. Apparently, he has more scars on his head. I'm I'm looking into this. There 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 is a mystery behind the shape of his crane, you know, because his dad had a little bit of a prominent, yeah, yeah, brow, but nothing like that. Right. It was it was it was a a weird fucking thing. It was a weird segment, and it, it was uncomfortable. And now I'm like I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, this guy's a free agent, right? Um. So is he taking this onto WWE TV? I don't know. I don't know. And also, furthermore, what, like, what are you going to do with this or about this? It seemed like something they might have wanted to continue, you know, on NXT if they were going to go that route. Yeah, but I you don't like want to, huh? I mean, all this time, you know, we call. Them- Okay, yeah, well, that's 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 another thing. Um, so, let's see, how, where, where do I start? Um, 
we joke around a lot on this sure, show, like way too much. And, uh, like a lot of the stuff that we do is just in the service of entertainment. Like we just are trying to make, we, we kind of know our audience, our audience is a little bit ruthless. They, they like it when we kind of go in on people or whatever and make fun of them and stuff like that. And we, we, you know, I, I do that, you know, because I know you guys will think it's funny. So like I play up the gimmicks, like I call him Ridge or whatever, you know, based on his looks and everything like that. But when you see something like this, it just kind of reminds you that like, you don't really know what anybody's going through or gone through in their life. And I don't know, man, I just, <laughs> I, I feel kind of bad about because I don't even think we we weren't like particularly mean spirited. We've actually put Von Wagner over a lot more than we've ever right like buried him or anything. And it's nothing personal. We were just trying to do what we do and be in service to our audience for for entertainment's sake, right? But I think he's definitely earned the right to not to be called that anymore. And I'm not going to be doing it. Nope. And furthermore, um, you know, when it comes to people like that, that you know, it's one thing if something's under your control, like, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're a little bit overweight and you need to tighten up your diet, or if you choose to wear certain gear, or even if the office makes you wear certain gear or these things, all these things that are in your control or whatever. Um, yeah, we're probably still going to go ahead and make fun of you from time to time because that's just what we do. And, uh, we really don't mean anything by it. Cause I don't know most or all of these people. Um, but for the people like, you know, <laughs> at least for me personally, I'm not going to tell Ray what to do or anything like that. But no, like for, gonna, for the, for the people, for, for, for the people that like you were, you just are this way. Like it's not anything you can do. Eh, I'm probably just going to cool it. And hopefully you guys will like, if, if you see me stepping out of line and, uh, and whatever, just reel me back in and remind me. Not to be a hypocrite, mm -hmm. like I'm not going to be making horse jokes about Indy Hartwell. I'm not going to be talking about Von Wagner's head or anything like that. I just, I don't know. Uh, it's one of those cases where we, you know, say we were being lighthearted and stuff. And, you know, I mean, they, I don't even know what to say, bro. I, I, I feel bad. Like, like if this guy had had to go through brain surgery as a child or something like that, he has some type of cancer, God forbid. We don't know. We're gonna, I guess we're going to find out, though. You know, they're going to they're gonna make it part of a storyline. Yeah. Um, I'm going to actually... Um, you can turn away, bet. This is the actual pictures off of the show. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I've already seen it. That's Von Wagner. Wow. Let me see what this guy tweets here. Wow. Sensitive subject here. But WWE may have dipped into something very uh, delicate that could potentially turn Von Wagner into a beloved WWE superstar. This instantly had me interested. Wonder where they go with this. I don't, I don't even know who this guy is, but I don't think he's off. This guy can end up being a huge baby face, bro. Off of this. Well, 
here's the thing. This is what I wanted to say about that, what we were talking about earlier with the draft portion. Mm-hmm. Doing something like this in the service of trying to make this part of somebody's character. Again, if you were doing stuff that was more realistic all the time and now you're just telling people stories, like if you're if you're doing profile packages to get to know people, you know, then that's one thing. But the WWE doesn't do that. They do a lot of dumb shit that doesn't make any sense. They're not realistic. They're very cartoony and unrealistic. So when you mix this stuff in, it's a huge whiplash. Ernest you know what said, I mean? Like, mm-hmm, go ahead. I'm sorry. You you know what I'm saying? Like you're watching this shit. You see this goofy stuff. You like I said, you, we're going for we're going from you know Daddy's Bar and you know Briggs Briggs and right. Jensen and shit like that. And then all of a sudden we get this. Or even if you're just looking at this angle and it's like Robert Stone in there, like help me, help you. And this this whole this whole thing they've been doing. Maybe they were trying to be serious, but it really came off as like corny and cartoonish the way they were playing it up, up to this point. And then we see these pictures and it's like, that's a whiplash, man. It's it's too real for what you've been doing. You didn't prepare us for this. And now you want to mix in this kind of shit. And it's similar to what you were saying about not wanting them to take people's anxiety and other mental illnesses and make that into a character for a push like you're exploiting it just to be on a phony wrestling program somebody tweeted here and i'm gonna read this tweet but before this uh ben aaron ben shlomo says i hope wwe i hope for wwe that these uh, are real pictures and not fake ones so first i th- i'm almost 100 percent certain they're real number Even, two well, let me just say this real quick before we move off of that sure even even if they weren't real like if this whole thing was just like you know why would they who who would they get to consent to to, to offer up oh right. yeah you can use pictures of my child and pretend they're this wrestler so yeah they're probably real this person here tweets uh that's uh that's baby von wagner in these pictures that's why his forehead is like that why keep that from us and let us make fun of him all the time i feel like an asshole now lol Apparently not that much because you put LOL at the end. Yeah, it should have left the LOL part out, but I think I get it. It's like a, or maybe a nervous LOL. <laughs> um, man, I, I... <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm interested. That's all I have to say. I'm interested to see where, where this goes, man. Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't like I don't like the idea of using this as an angle. I think if they did a separate piece where he talked about all this and it's different from the show, then yeah. But I just don't think the WWE has the skill or the tastefulness to make this into something that we can really get behind. It just seems exploitive because they don't know how to have tact in any of their shit. So I'm, it's, it's very unfortunate. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that Von Wagner probably didn't want to get brought up and he probably tried to keep it from getting brought up or integrated as long as he could. But I don't want to speak for him. Um, yeah, but at the same time, it's something so prominent and people bring up. It's not just us. No, know? I know, but... You know, so... I don't know. 
this is what I was saying. You asked me earlier, what do you do with a guy like this? Mm-hmm. I think the only way that he's the, the only way to do this right, even with, with or without this, like if we didn't find out about this picture, if they never did this angle, even if it was just the same Von Wagner, we always knew right. the only way that he's going to get over in a sense is to be like just a normal like strong athlete that starts you know going over pretty easily and quickly on guys when he first gets called up not as the monster heel not even, but not as like the overly baby face where he comes out smiling and shaking hands and stuff like that he's just a guy that's big and tough and he beats guys and you can even get to the point where you know at some point after a match he might have even been concerned that he hurt the guy, but not that yeah. concerned. They went you know what far. I mean? No, I get it. Yeah, not not the overly overacted sort of drama like that. And people will get him over as, or people, he'll get over with people by being a badass. The way they just see, man, this guy's just big and tough. If they try to make him a baby face, they're going to make him smile and shake hands and other stuff that they do to ruin every other baby face. If they make him a heel, this story that they brought out, we have sympathy for him, and yet we're supposed to boo him. That doesn't work either. So this could be the 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 what do they call it? This, you know, the super villain. Uh, the super villain origin story. The origin story could be go that route. You might too. be able. You might be able to turn him heel eventually, but I think people should have to like him for a really long time. It's. Otherwise, he's just going to be another guy that they're like, I don't know what to do with this guy. He's not getting over. And then they release him down the road. That's what I see happening. And it shouldn't be like that. Our boy Paul jumping in as we're about to sign off. By the way, did we talk? Did we, did we even get into the fact that J.C. Jane was just pouring blood out of her face? <laughs> eh, it wasn't so much a pour as a light trickle, but. That was a lot of blood, bro, for uh, no, it wasn't. WWE TV. Well, it's a hard way, so. She looked like the American dream, Dust the Rose Daddy, when he took no, the she title. Looked like, she looked like Britt Baker on that T-shirt. She looked like That's a Britt Baker. Like. You know, not for nothing. I'm in between a rock and a hard place with that picture. But, yeah, you dude. talking about the new one with the black with eye? With the black eye. <laughs> yes. It's like um, I could see where you're walking around, you know, with a picture of a woman with a fucking black eye. Like, is this like an anti uh you know, uh, woman abuse shirt or like what, what's going on here? Is this a picture right. of your Are you wife? trying to bring awareness to women yeah. getting punched in the eye? Yeah. People, people almost got hot at me for doing, did you see the Instagram gimmick I did? Maybe. Probably. I'll pull it up and then you could finish off the show. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'd rather just, do this i'll talk about it while you're pulling it up it's just a picture so the thing that's getting lost in all this is the part where it was supposed to be an angle where the heels made a t-shirt out of brit's face Mm -hmm. and she was like well fuck that i'm gonna sell it that was supposed to be what it is not saying that's a good idea but they make it seem like brit just thought it would be a good idea to sell a picture of her black eye, which I guess that's essentially what it does end up being as a shoot. Um, oh, is that, 
<laughs> this April. Who did it better? Mm. Wolf. <laughs> He's like, really? Mm. I don't know. I thought it was funny. April thought it was funny, so that's all that matters to me. All right. Okay, so NXT Women's Tag Title Match. Um, the K sounds are in pink, and uh, Isla Dawn is a little pink from a sunburn or a possible tan attempt. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she did one of those Braun Breaker tans where she just gets the shoulders and arms. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, they worked hard in this, like they always do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that spot they did where they do the the double face off and then start throwing punches. Sure. All right. Well, you see that a lot in like tag team matches where like guys will just come out to the center of the ring and they'll stare at each other. And then they'll fight. Like it's like Braveheart. Like they're just running into each other. Like, ah, you know, like, sure. I do. It's always very, it's always very corny when they do that. And this was also kind of corny, but I like the way they did it where like the two people crawled to their corners pulled themselves up and like tagged their partners and then they all just kind of slowly got into it. So they were selling and then they kind of got into like a brawl in the middle without overly making it phony. Only problem with that is they jump started the match. Mm. So we've already seen that spot where all four of them are like fighting. So when you do it again, it's just a repeat. So I would say either you start the match normal with a little bit of wrestling and then go into this at the end sure or you just jump start it like they did and don't do this spot mm-hmm. so i mean I, I i i say you do it it's fine last time these girls you know well then i i would say suggest start out the match and then yeah. build up to this yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. start slow Agreed, yeah. um so yeah uh, the witches go over witches go over they go over they they so Katana chance gets busted in this her nose is bleeding she does so here's the deal so we had an indie hartwell come out after this right to finish off the show saying that she has to basically relinquish her title not just yet oh shit there's more are you done talking about this match yeah I don't, there's nothing more to talk about i mean the fact that they're gonna take the greatest the NXT, women's tag team of all time are they gonna take the nxt titles with them like how does that work it doesn't make sense apparently so but if the, that means that the nxt titles can only be defended on smackdown huh they might they might be like, hey, we need those back or something. I don't know. How does that work? It's, they see there's no closure there. That 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. That I don't get. So whatever. Okay. Well, anyway, like I said, uh, these two lovely women's teams are gonna make a mark on WWE and uh, they'll revitalize the tag team division. Uh, no, after this is uh, Sin City's Dijack. <laughs> That's what it is, Sin City, yeah. Yep. You could tell by the way his name is written in that font, the fact yeah. that all this shit is in black and white a lot of the time, except this. This wasn't. But uh, a lot of his other stuff has been in black and white. He looks like he's some character from that movie. Right? That's what it is. So somebody's a big fan of movies there. It's like whatever comes on cable late at night, they're like, oh, the Equalizer. That's good for a, a black guy in a diner. We got one of those. Oh, he's released. All right, let's give it to Apollo Crews. And then uh, same thing with this. Like, oh, I was watching Sin City the other night. That's so old people don't remember it. That's 20 years ago now, right? We can do this. So um, so we get a promo for him. And then we get Indy hobbling to the ring. And then uh, Trick and Apollo 
are in that dangerous NXT parking lot. Um, and then I was going to say, did Ray, did you write the verbiage for Apollo here that he said to Trick? Because this was very effusive praise for Trick saying that he's going to be a star and it's going to be his time and all this other stuff. And I was like, wait a minute. Well, is Ray texting Apollo promos to do? I may have. I may have reached out to my old friend, you know, a.k.a. Wuha, Wuha Nation. Wuha, Wuha, Wuha. I got you all in check. That's right, motherfuckers. Um, I ain't then nothing. Nothing that he said there was wrong. I agree with him a hundred percent. I said eventually it was going to come to uh, these two are going to break up. Who's going to be the baby face? Who's going to be the heel? Uh, maybe Trick Williams gets jealous. I see Trick as a, as a baby face, an over the top baby face. I think people could really get behind this guy. He's got tons of tons of charisma, tons more than. Uh, than the champion right now in mellow uh, yeah but the the promo that trick did earlier in the night where he's saying his that first they time though cutting is like it's his first spotlight it's the first time you didn't let me finish oh god here we go yell at me i think you're gonna like what i have to say because trick brought up in the promo that they've been down since high school is that a like fact, he? Though? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. The characters have been down since high school. Mm. So these guys will have been riding this long together. And then when they go, maybe they'll go up to WWE as a group or they'll do it here in NXT. But if that eventual breakup comes, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be Trick turning on Mellow because they think he's the money baby face. Right. And then Trick will be like, you always had that spotlight. You never gave any to old trick or whatever bullshit thing that every other wrestler says. It's not going to be believable that friends that have been friends that long, not that these guys are hella old, but like <laughs> Carmelo Hayes is like over 30, right? So, you know, you're talking about at least a decade and a half, probably, that they've been friends, supposedly, Legendary. in storyline. And... Yeah, so maybe you just don't turn them. Maybe you just make them stars, but they stay friends. I don't know. That'd be a first in wrestling. Possible, but not plausible. I don't see WWE. This is the WWE we're talking about. Yeah, I don't see WWE doing doing the. But every day is a day to start fresh. Well, every day is a chance to stop doing the same old shit. Guess only time will tell, my friend. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, Indy Hartwell's in the ring. Now, what'd you yeah. want to say about Indy? No, she gave up the belt. She cut oh. a shit promo, uh, oh. fake emotions, and then uh, her husband came out from under the ring and picked her up and took her out. And then we had an impromptu battle royal. And scene. Yeah, which you see behind me. So there's going to be a tournament. Danny Palmer? <laughs> is that the debuting Danny Palmer back then? She's yeah, already getting involved in all these women's business. God, learned her. Not you know, stay small, kid. Look at Wendy Chu. Where is she? Right here, right there. In her jammies. Someone woke her up for this tussle. Uh, index for I got an earache. Uh, well, it's probably about listening. I'm probably getting that from listening about all this wrestling. Yes. Well, Vet, 
Let me just... Sweet, sweet go-home music. Well, this show went a hell of a lot longer than I thought it would. It's just that exciting and and uh, that exciting draft, you know. We had a yeah. super exciting draft. I mean, you know, it was a service. We we do a service for our, for our, our our listeners. Speaking of service, vet, you're doing a service over on Twitch, playing oh, some yes. old school games. What do you got coming up, buddy? Um. Well, you know, lots of things. Um, but if you want to find out exactly what, you'll just have to come on over to twitch.tv slash opinionhaver and check it out. You never know what's coming next. I may know, but you don't know. And uh, besides all that, all your favorite social media platforms, uh, on uh, TikTok even, even though I don't use it. Oh, shit. I have an account there. Ray, I think you probably, probably follow me anyway, right? But I do. Um, yeah, just made the account and delete the app from my phone just so no one else could have opinion ever. Opinion ever on all your favorite social media platforms. Everywhere. Everywhere. Even yes. on Grinder. No. Better grab that one. Better grab that one on Grindr. I never bro. thought I never thought I wanted to find out about the love between a man and another man, Listen, but I you, sure wouldn't want another opinion haver to have it, damn it. You never know what you're gonna feel, who you're gonna feel like the next day. So Right. Um, so yeah, of course you can always find me on, uh, the impact attack every Monday. Um, that's six 30 PM Pacific, nine 30 PM Eastern with Brandon. We broke down this week's impact and, uh, it was a pretty decent show. We had a great show with Chris Ams the previous week before that. So Perfect. lots of good stuff. Um, each week, even if you're not an impact fan, I'll try to make it fun for you anyway. Um, what do you think of the show as a non-impact watcher, Ray? How how is it to listen to, even though you don't really watch the product? I like it, and that's 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 what I love about your show. Uh, I know what's going on in Impact Wrestling. Uh, I know about Burt Macklin. I know about you know. I know about all these wrestlers. I know about uh fucking what's her name, uh, Trinity coming into Impact Wrestling. I get everything I need to know. Um, I don't have time to watch this show. But you guys, you guys break it down really well. Um, I think Brandon's coming to his own when it comes to being your partner, and you guys kind of, you know, work off of each other well. Um, that's a testament to you. you. You lead the show very well, brother. So um, it's a, it's a, it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. So uh, I like it a lot. And if you guys don't watch Impact Wrestling and want to kind of figure out what's going on, I would say tune in, check it out, man. You know, channelattitude.com. Let me ask you this, because this is sort of. <laughs> It's not really my goal, but like it, it's it it kind of is. I, I feel good when I, when I would hear people have this sort of sentiment. But like, if 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 we're ever talking about something about that happened on Impact, does it make you wish that you had seen it? Yes. Like that. So that's that- the kind of the goal. Like our same thing here with us on NXT. Like. You don't. We don't care if you watch NXT, and we actually hope that you spend your life doing better things than watching NXT. But when we're describing stuff and talking about stuff, we want to do it in such a way you're like, "Oh man, I gotta, I gotta Google this real quick or something." Get you interested in it. Well, how many people are gonna go check out the Von Wagner scene? You know, how uh, quite a few. Um, same thing with Impact. So there's a bunch of times I listen to your show, and I'll go back and look on YouTube to see if I could find whatever you're looking for, or I'll go to watch wrestling or whatever and just try to you know grab the show and and look for certain things that you guys were talking about so it does 
you know, just listening to a, a, a podcast breaking down a show that you don't watch, I think does have the potential to make you want to rewatch certain portions of it. And who knows? Maybe it grabs you. Maybe you start watching NXT or start watching Impact Wrestling or not at all. You just continue listening to the show and enjoying our breakdown of it. So. Yeah, I wish we could get a commission for that, but in any case, it is what it is. You can also find me um, this week. Uh, it'll drop, I guess this will be like Eastern time. This will probably be about, I think, 6 a.m. Uh, it'll drop, but uh, that'll be Shooting the Shit Uncensored with Piers mm -hmm. Austin. I was a guest, so you guys can check out that fun conversation that i had with pierce that's that's coming up um i think i'm gonna do a rampage uncaged the instant i get off of here Shit. with the with uh that and that's gonna be for channel attitude homie media group with jimmy t so you know if you want to hear about rampage you want to hear me talk about AEW for a change i don't do that as much um but i've stuck stayed on top of it so talk about that um shit what else uh check out wrestling with rip rogers every friday on at noon except when it's not um check out everything stevie richards is doing i'm he just dropped another update on uh you know what it's like for him getting dressed and exercising and stuff like that and i'm sure he's gonna drop a new episode of the big fitness show because uh, they're back um and of course he's back on uh russo brand reviewing uh smackdown and raw with uh smackdown with ben and uh raw with ben and uh and vince so stevie richards is back baby oh yeah well, uh, on my end, my friend, uh, I'm going to put this over. Uh, the Professor Chalbella with that Cruz and Tommy Wonder have a show for you this week. It's a, a pro wrestling spotlight. And what they like to do is uh, pro wrestling spotlights. They can spotlight tag teams. They can spotlight, you know, individuals, um, legends. But they like to do this show uh, in different ways. Uh, this week is the untapped potential uh, version of the pro wrestling spotlight. And a wrestler that the professor feels was untapped potential is this guy. Two cold, cold Scorpio. Scorpio. Yes. So this or weekend, Flash Funk. If or Flash nasty. Funk. Or Flash Funk. So you see all the iterations. Is that of white dude? Is that Buff Bagwell? That is that was when they were tag team champions in WCW. Did you remember that? Probably not. But uh this weekend it'll be uh the Pro Wrestling Spotlight. Pro Wrestling Spotlight, two cold Scorpio. So come check that out, guys. And tonight. For the very first time on Rumble, hopefully I fucking do this right, on Rumble, also on YouTube, also on Twitch, it is the A-Show with April Hunter. And uh, this week, we're going to be discussing why are all the left liberals leaving Florida? Uh, Ron DeSantis uh, making life very hard for people on the far left. Uh, we'll, we'll be discussing a whole bunch of other topics as well. It's not just going to be the, you know, this, just going to be this, but... Um, I thought this uh, thumbnail was fucking dope, and uh, I worked hard on it, and I thought it was great. So I wanted to show it off. I'm going to show it off again. Here you go. Look at Ron DeSantis laughing at the blue-haired girl flying away. And, uh, yeah, so come check it out, guys. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. It is the A-Show with April Hunter. And, again, uh, you know, we switched over to 7 o'clock so people could watch when they get home from work and stuff. And uh, a lot of people wanted it, so we did it. And there you go. So that's about it, man. I'll be back here next week with my boy, The Vet. And uh, and next week, The A-Show, we're going to have a guest host. And that person is the lovely Noelle LaGrasso. So she's jumping on with that. And uh, she's still trying to figure out when she could do this show with us during the day because she's dying to get on. But she has all these appointments and veto. And, and now they have Dolly. 
don't know if you know who Dolly is. Dolly's the uh the baby Rottweiler they just adopted. So um a lot on her plate. But anywho, um that's about it for me, Vet. Uh, I guess I'll see you guys in a couple of hours. What is it, two o'clock in about five or four and a half hours? Uh on the A show. Again, search the A show, you type in rumble.com backslash user backslash the A show. Or you just go to Twitter and uh, I have some links up there. And uh, that's it, man. Follow me on social media at Big Ray Hernandez. All right, Bet? Is that cool? Yes. Well, in the words of Bill Apter, we'll see you at the matches. And uh, I am out of here, Vet. You, you want to say goodbye to the people? Goodbye to the people. Goodbye to the people. We the people. Don't sell it. Don't sell it. Don't sell it, Vet. Don't sell it. Gary and Octopussy. Yeah, pal.